Hey yo, you ready? Let's do it. Evening, everybody. How's everybody doing this evening? Good morning, good afternoon, good night if you're catching us at the end of the day. Hope you had a wonderful day. Thank y'all for having some time with us, some boys to come hang out with y'all. How we doing this week, fellas? Everybody cool? Good spirits? We're all here breathing. That's a blessing. That's always a good blessing for us. I ain't gonna lie, I had a little bit of a rough week, man, so I'm gonna muscle through this episode, man. I'm feeling tired as hell. It's days like this where I really feel my age. Y'all ever notice that y'all don't get a nap, man? Everything just goes downhill from there. Definitely. I become a grumpier old man if I don't get a nap. Man. You know, I, I, I need more naps in my life. I oh, need yeah. more naps. You know what I need to start doing? Even though I haven't been doing much, I need to start eating my vegetables. I need to start yeah, eating vegetables, man. I'm, I'm getting fruit, older. Fruit and vegetables for sure. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, I, I definitely have some good news this week. I guess I went back to my doctor for my checkup because, you know, I'm a diabetical. So that means they got to see me a lot more than the average patient. They probably love me draining my blood like damn vampires. <laughs> well, apparently they said I've been, I'm down now about 40 pounds over the last five months. 40 pounds? Man, yeah, I lost good. a lot of weight apparently because, you know, before I went on that, I had my appetite. But now just the medicine they put me on, I like, my appetite just ain't there, man. Y'all ever had like a... Y'all know y'all hungry, man. You know you need to eat something, mm-hmm. but your brain and your body, just they, they're just not on the same page. Yeah, I, sure. I, I eat like half a sandwich. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm like, I ain't done that in God knows how long. But, yeah, I guess whatever medicine they got me on, they got me down. So I'm feeling a lot lighter, feeling healthier. So, yeah, I'm going to say God be the glory. I'm, I'm still blessed. I'm still here. That's so good, I can't man. complain about yeah. it too much, but... Yeah, I'm definitely saving money on fast food because that that shit does not taste the same to me. So shout out to my doctor, shout out to IU Health for getting me right. I still got a long way to go apparently, but I'm definitely on the right track. So that's yeah. good, man, because uh, diabetes is nothing to play around with. Yeah, we all have to look for it, you know, not look for that, but look look to not you know keep that on us, you know what I mean? Because that can just pop up at any time, especially when our age is starting to go past the 35. We on the other side of 35. You know, drinking pop, and I know I'm guilty of it too. Eating late at night, you know, mm-hmm. got to stop doing that kind of stuff. So, uh, if we can cut those things out, pop, junk food, fast food, you know, fried food, especially for us, chicken, anything, <sighs> French fries, you know, fried stuff is the and adding salt and pepper and shit like that. that I try, kills. I try so hard. Yeah. Not to eat fried food. It, yeah. it's, it's getting a lot easier now since my appetite ain't what it used to be. But I definitely like grilled food a lot more. Mm-hmm. Grilled exactly. chicken, man. Like, even my wings, man. Like, man, y'all, y'all like, like fried chicken, preferably? Y'all like the grilled? Because I definitely like grilled wings. For me, personally, I think they taste a lot better than, like, anything else. Like, oven baked or anything like that. But when I get some grilled wings in front of me, I'm going to tear that shit up, man. I'm like, it's the last over. supper. Yeah, I understand. I'll take grilled over fried any day of the week. Yeah, fried's good, but it's not good for you. Uh, you can make it grilled, preferably. Uh, it's much better for you. So, yeah. yeah. Cutting out pop. That, that's, that's, that's the hardest part for me. It's pop's too available. Really? Yeah. I, it's, it's very hard because I don't drink like I'll, I drink Pepsi every once in a great while. Most of the time I'm drinking Sprite. Some without caffeine because, you know, I can't, I can't really deal with caffeine that yeah, much. Yeah, see, I don't drink coffee. 
And so like a Pepsi would kind of counteract that with just a little bit of caffeine, something with Dr. Pepper like that. I don't drink coffee, so I, I don't have to worry about that much caffeine. But I sometimes I feel down in the morning, so I just need a little bit of pick-me-up. And I'm sure there's some better alternatives than drinking a Pepsi at 9 in the morning, you know. So Yeah, that's going to catch up to you. Yeah. I, I can't do that. It's going to catch up to me. So, yeah, I'll just say that, you know, aside from that, it's been, been a pretty good week. You know, down week for me personally on the family side because uh, one of my relatives just passed away and yeah. had a brain tumor. So, did they know about it? Yeah, he, okay. yeah, he knew about it, but yeah, it's, it's it's not easy because when you get to this age, you find yourself going to more funerals than uh, family get-togethers, and that's that's kind of tough to deal with at this point in your life. You know, the older you get, the more you got to leave stuff behind, and unfortunately, that includes family members. Right. So the older we get, you know, sometimes the older they get too. You know, and, yeah. Uh, my mom's got to have reconstructive knee surgery on Monday, and. She's a little worried about it, and, and you know, it's just that's, it'll help her in the long run. But it's gonna be down for a while, and you know, you just hope everything goes well. You know, and surgery, you always think it's just a uh, routine on certain things. When they start getting older, it's not routine anymore. You know, so uh, yeah, then surgery well. becomes more risky. Right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, so, yeah. well, prayers to your mom. Oh, yeah, well, for sure. Hope yeah. she bounces back. I know it's probably gonna be me. In the next twenty some years, gonna get my knees. I know I'm going to have some hip problems for damn sure. I yeah. need to start doing yoga or something to get me back in line or something because I know my stuff is all wrong. I cannot walk straight for nothing. Y'all think I'm doing a Denzel walk? No, man, my hip's out of line. No. <laughs> That's what's going on with me. I am not trying to walk cool. I'm trying to pop something back in place. Yeah. Oh. Oh, Ryan, you been good? Everything been cool with you? Uh, just barely. I'm, I'm still here. It's definitely been a rough week since last time. We've been on here. Thank y'all for uh, coming and uh, checking out uh, this new Predator movie with me Friday night. Oh, that was a nice little hangout, man. It was, yeah. I needed that. Uh, Big time, big time. I felt ashamed that I was uh, late to actually people showing up to my house. (laughs) It's getting out (laughs) of hand. Only Ryan will be late (laughs) to his own house. Like, damn, Ryan. (laughs) I showed up this dude's in the shower. What the hell are you doing? Damn, Ryan, you've been here. (laughs) Like and I'm working from home on top of that. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty bad. It's, but, yeah, I appreciate you guys coming out. That was, that was a fun time. You came through with the chicken. Now that, that was better than the damn pizza. I really enjoyed that. I didn't realize my girlfriend snuck out while I stepped out and grabbed a piece. But oh, she yeah. even complimented you on that as well. She was like, that chicken was damn good. Oh, man, appreciate yeah, it. Okay. It, was, it, was a, it was a little recipe. Every time I, tr- I do the wings just a little bit differently just to see what I can do to kick it up. You know, because I... I definitely was trying to experiment with my air fryer because my wife got me a air fryer for our, uh, our anniversary. So I've been trying to kick it up a little bit. I usually I'm so used to cooking out on a on a grill that I keep forgetting I got this expensive ass air fryer where I can just like you know grill it inside of there. I'm like man, let me try it, man, because I'm skeptical about cooking wings in an air fryer. I feeling like it's gonna lose a little bit of flavor, but no. Nah, no, nah, them shits is all right. I ain't gonna lie, man. I, I tore them wings up as soon as I got home. Them ones were good. Bomb nice, is that hell. sauce was like a barbecue, but it was like sweet a little bit. I know maybe? it had a yeah. it had a little bit of spice and yeah. it had like a little bit of sweetness to it. So yeah. anything that's spicy, I'll, I'll, I'll tear that shit up. Yeah, that was up. good, man. I'm gonna start doing that. I, I, I have all the capabilities of doing stuff like that, and I don't, you know. So I got air fryers. I got different stuff I could do, and not not necessarily. I don't think you air fried those. Those are more grilled, but I don't use all my. My stuff at home that I should be using instead. I just go and get it from Towers or Pizza Hut or something like that, you know. So, 
No, usually I'll, I'll probably go to like a you know bars. They have some pretty good bar food out there. Me personally, I think Corner Pocket probably got the best wings that I had. And I like going there, but I was like, man, I got to find a way to replicate this at home, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I can keep eating out all it's the damn time, yeah. man. Yeah, man. Prices Chicken on everything is going went up. Yeah, up a lot. It went up, yeah. Towers, man. I don't know if you've ever been to Towers. You ever had Towers wings? I've never been to Towers. Try no. that. We, I, you are the biggest Towers. fan of Towers in the city. Man, Towers got some. I don't know if they're the best, but they're up there. Their, their wings are really good. So, and you can get them. I think what makes them the best to me is that you can get them in any kind of way you want them. A lot of places, oh, we only do it like this. Maybe we only do it. You can only get flats or you can't get flats. This place, you can ask for all flats, all drums, whatever, mix and match, however you want it. 12, 13 different flavors of wings. It's pretty good. So. Are you a flat or a drum guy? I like both. I can. I think I like drums, to be honest with you. I don't see the flat a little bit. It's I'm, hyped yeah, up. I'm, yeah. I'm over drums. I never yeah. understood somebody. When you get when you get the flats, you got to crack it open. You yeah. got to get all the chicken out of there. Man. Right. You, you got to bite through it and stick your tongue in the middle and move it around and get all the meat. You're trying to get all the meat out is a little more of a struggle. Yeah, because I'm not eating like some. I ain't no, no offense. I'm not eating like some woman where I take like a few bites and there's like a shitload of chicken still on the yeah. bone. Oh, no. Like, come on, man. These wings cost some money. You better, oh. you better eat that damn chicken. <laughs> you left like half the chicken on there. So the question <laughs> is. A, that's the household I grew yeah, up in. Is the question is blue cheese or ranch? I'm a ranch guy. I'm not big. I like blue I cheese. I put blue cheese on my steak sometimes. I, I've heard that. Give a little, bit, a little bit of a kick. Man, but yeah, blue cheese with, with wings, eh, I, that, that don't really mix well with me. I, I like blue cheese. I, I grew into blue cheese and buff. Believe me, I'm supposed to love blue cheeses because I'm a Bills fan. <laughs> you don't have to, Since, since 1991, m- mind you. I'm not no bandwagon. Is probably that something they, they live by or something? Yes. Okay. Yeah, saying you, you're not a real Bills fan unless you put blue cheese on your Buffalo wings. Yeah, they it, live it by it. It goes, though. I mean, Buffalo. It's, it goes great. I grew into it. I was always Team Ranch until about two years ago uh, that um, they got a wings, etc. out west. Mm-hmm. And it is, yeah, that, their blue cheese blew me away. I, I really like that. I, really, I wasn't too impressed with wings, etc. I'm I, not either. I thought they were just cool. Um, it was like uh, the wings. Isn't, I'm a fan. I'm so a fan. The mom and pops places have better wings than these yeah. chains and big time restaurants. Agreed. The Buffalo Wild Wings can't touch some of these. No, not bars, you know, So yeah. Anybody say they want to go to Buffalo Wild Wings to get wings? I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, for what? Like, is, <laughs> is like there a draft there or something? Let's <laughs> go to McDonald's. Like, is it like a dollar beer night or something? Because I'm not going there just to get wings. My my family likes to go there, like get like the they call them boneless wings, but let's just be real, they're nuggets. You gonna go there for buff, some boneless wings? You really get nuggets. That's all it really is. You're dipping in your ranch and your barbecue. Like it's a chicken nugget, a fancy chicken nugget at that. But no, I like to get the bone in wings. I like to try different bars. Just to find out how good some of their uh, bar food is. And so far, there's yeah. a few spots where I'm like, all right, I'm definitely going to go there just for this. I'm going to tell you guys a sleeper. And I don't know if you've ever been. you ever been to the Green Frog? Right, it's right down, it's right down, right the, street, down right the street right here. Right down the street from here. Try the Green Frog and Towers for sure. But the that Green Frog. That looks like Murder Central. It's not. And they got <laughs> some good wings. I went there one time just messing around, ordered some wings. Like, God, let me get some more of these. You know, it's just these little bars and little mom and pops places. You just would never know, you know. So. Just give those a try. No, well, shit, we can hang out sometime, man. I'm definitely going to go. I'll go anywhere for some some good wings. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, Towers, usually we go on Thursday nights. There's no wings special, but it's just uh, it's just the feel of it. It's games are on. we eating wings. It's a good time. Towers got some really good wings. I, I can't. I'm pretty sure they're happy for me saying this, but it, I'd have to say it's the best I've had in the city. So 
Okay. I haven't had everything, so I can't. You're saying it. the green frog's the best in the city? No, tower. Oh, tower. tower. Sorry, yeah. sorry. I would say that to me, that's, that over a corner pot. Corner pot is good, but I would go to tower. So. Yeah, every time I go there, it's got to be the grilled sweet heat. Okay. I, I don't get anything else. I've tried other stuff. I don't like anything but like that mango habanero. St- like, no, nah, that, that stuff lingers yeah. on you forever. It is hard to get rid of that stuff, man. Like, like, like points on your license. It, it, it's hard to get rid of that shit, man. <laughs> I got my two is lemon pepper and fajita grill, which is like a, their own, con, you know, stuff they put on. I don't know what it is, but it's kind of a little spicy. They have sweet heat too. And that's kind of sticky. But if you get past the sticky part of it, it's good. So lemon pepper, fajita grill, those are my two favorites. I always feel like lemon pepper is overrated. What? Not, Not on fish pepper. and chicken. No, it goes great. If you overdo it, yes. Yeah, I, I'm about to say maybe I just I got to go to a certain spot. They ain't doing it right, but I wasn't that really. I wasn't real big on lemon pepper. Maybe that doesn't make me black enough sometimes. But I'm like yeah. lemon pepper, this ain't my thing. Like the spicier, they like it gets to. I'm I'm like I'm getting more and more to that level. Like the spicier it is, the, the more I can actually like enjoy it. It was just like regular barbecue sauce or something like that, but like it ain't hitting that. I need to kick it up. I might have to go on Hot Ones one day and do that show just to find out exactly where those those limits are for me. You don't want to mess with none of that stuff. They, Tower has one. They're like, all right, we we just want to warn you. If you don't eat it you know, the first time, you don't got to pay for it. You know what I mean? Because they got one. And when you know the sauce is orange and it's not red sauce that's hot and it's got like little pieces of pepper in it and stuff. Oh, no, that's just there. Yeah, that's just there to burn your tongue. You can't eat them. You can't eat them. Like it got no flavor. It's just going to be burning your mouth. You got to drown it out with some some milk and some ranch. Yeah, you can't go through. I can go through about six of the blazing before it finally hits me. Yeah, they're not as hot. But some of these places, they got like. You know uh, what's the hot pepper, ghost pepper type? Well, shit you gotta get you, yeah. you start looking at the Scoville yeah. like numbers on there. It's like ah, oh, your mouth is numb. You can't really enjoy them at that point. So yeah, but uh, you get we they got tower fries. Which what is that? They got tower fries, which are like French fries, and they got it's like a loaded potato, but French fries. They just okay. cut the fries up and they put the same thing. They put cheese and uh, what's it? Where you said chives and sour cream and bacon on it. Bacon bits on the loaded uh, um, tower fries. Oh, so it's like a loaded potato. Yeah, or yeah like that. basically, yeah. but they're fries, and then you get your wings and a beer, and that's we just do that. We get onion rings, we get uh, fried pickles, all the good stuff that comes with it. So, yeah, yeah all that. I'm, I'm, I'm getting hungry as hell, man. We got we got to start talking about some movies, man. I'm, I'm getting hungry as hell over here. Well, yeah, we, we can go out there sometime, man. That's, it's yeah, fun. It's, it's right down the street from here, so stomach. you love that place. Oh, uh, we go all the time. I, I met you there. A it, yeah. uh, chicken was really good. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Yeah, chicken was amazing. Yeah, you get five. You have to get orders of five and get ten, fifteen, whatever. So. You take advantage of those Thursday deals here. Oh, yeah. And, they, and that's not even their wing deal. They have prime rib that night. The real nights are Wednesdays. You are a loyal customer. You've oh, gotten a rib. You've, you've gotten prime rib from a bar. I don't eat the prime rib. I just get the wings or burger, basically. I'm about to say, you you definitely fit <laughs> into somebody's patron. I, <laughs> hey, I, I, I picture around. on a wall here pretty They soon. don't look like they cook it well enough for me. I feel like they just do it in the microwave. I would never around. think to order a steak from a bar. But the Towers is, they got better. It depends. It's kind of hit and miss. Yeah. Like, you find the right spot, man. It's going to be all right because, uh,. My wife swears by like uh, that one place in Waynedale, uh, Cap Runs. Like it's a bar, but like his steaks be on point. I ain't gonna lie, I, I got runs. it because 
because she went there. She's like, oh, I went there for lunch one day, man. This steak was so damn good. Mm-hmm. And then she got it for me one day. I was like, eh, like all right, man. I ain't, well, ain't going to have this. Like, my wife talking about another man's meat. <laughs> talking about this delicious <laughs> shit. Like, hold on, man. Let me, let me check it out, man. Now, all of a sudden, I got a bite. I'm like, yeah, yeah, damn, yeah. man. This shit kind of good. There's some bars. <laughs> there's some bars known for pizza, like Chevy's and O's. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Chevy's Supplements. is good. I like Chevy's Try pizza. O's pizza. I, I, Where is this at? Right here on Main Street, right um, at the end Chevy's of Chevy's is like... You talking about the one that's down there on uh, Jefferson? Yeah, but O's, they both got good pizza. I would say O's has the best pizza for a bar here. Man, they people don't even go to the bar. On Friday nights, they just go and order pizza and leave. You know, and it's just that good. So Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it's really good. So Yeah, you find your bar food, man. It's yeah. like that's like finding a one right oh, there, yeah, man. Sure. You got no reason to go nowhere else. <laughs> like we're gonna go here for wings, we're gonna go yeah. over here for pizza, whatever, man. Like they got the best nachos, yeah. they got the best fries. And you can't beat they got the football games coming up, NFL Thursday nights, man. We they'd be packed in towers on Thursday nights. Yeah, and I so. like to support my local businesses. So yeah. oh, I wanna yeah. say shout out to all the local businesses out there, yeah, man. Sure. Y'all wanna have the Savant Boys out there, man, host like a movie night or something. Oh, yeah, man, we can do something, dope. man. I just want some free wings. Yeah. Give me a slice of pizza, and we can work that thing out. Yes, sir. Now, now we saw we saw a lot of movies over the past couple mm-hmm. weeks. At the very least, I have. So we've been saving up a few of those for y'all. I haven't been watching too many shows, but you no, know, the movies. I want to say like we definitely had like a few good ones in the lineup the past few weeks, man. So we're gonna review those this week. Now, let's get started with our standing ovation. Y'all mind if I take lead on this one? By all means. Now, I'm only bringing this up because I've been going back. I I, I called the double back on some movies where I'm going back to see how bad it really was. And one of them that I did go back to, and I only went back to it because of Sean. Sean talked me into this movie wasn't as bad as I tried to make it out to be, and I watched it again. I was like, you know what? I probably need to take that back. I was way too harsh on the Eternals movie. Okay, yeah, yeah. I watched it again, and this time I try to take my emotions out of it because when I watch Marvel movies, I feel like I'm more emotionally invested into the movie and the franchise and the universe that they built up that when he put out something that I feel like it's subpar, I kind of go a little bit too far left on it. I, I turned into like Skip Bayless talking about LeBron James. <laughs> oh, he hates LeBron. I, I was like, man, this is the worst damn movie i ever seen in my life. Icarus ain't shit. All these damn Eternals ain't do damn nothing against Thanos. And the, the CGI was trash. Angelina don't even look that good no more. Man, this movie horrible. <laughs> now, I, I, was, I was way too harsh on that movie, so I want to back off on that one just a little bit. I don't feel like it's the worst Marvel movie. So I'm going to dial that back quite a bit. I gave it probably like an F. I feel like he was disgracing it. I would say, based on what I've seen lately, that movie really is probably about a C minus. If I'm looking at it objectively, it's a C minus movie. It's like middle of the road. It was a little bit underwhelming on the storyline. I feel like they could have done some things a little bit better to actually, you know, melt into the universe a little bit better. But that's just me being picky. So. Based on that, I just want to say I apologize. Marvel, Kevin Feige, all y'all over there, y'all doing an amazing job. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to kick y'all back in. No, my apologies. Pardon self. I want to take that back. And mostly I'm going to take that back because my stand ovation this week is going to go to the early in his career legend. That is Brian Tyree Henry. Yeah. I I love this actor. He is incredible. He was definitely the highlight of the Eternals movie for me personally. I loved his character that he had in that movie. And I'll, most of y'all know him from the the very popular TV series Atlanta with uh, Childish Gambino and Lakeith Stanfield. I've seen a few episodes. It's pretty cool. I'm not totally bought into it, but I would say for him, he does an 
an incredible job on that show. And he was in the movie that I recently seen this past week, Bullet Train. Okay. And once again, yeah. he does. Now I know a face you're talking about. Yeah, okay. he, Godzilla. He, yeah. yeah, he was in. Uh, I, I, I did not want to bring that up <laughs> because we all agreed that that movie could have been a lot better. Him, it yeah. was very underwhelming. It, King of Monsters was incredible. Kong vs. Godzilla, it it left much to the imagination, at least on my end. I don't know how y'all <laughs> feel about that personally. It lost me with Mecha Godzilla. It got I, bad when it got to I, that. Yeah. It could have been worse. Yeah. It was, it definitely had like the vibe of y'all remember the the Wolverine. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember oh, at the end with so the sam- that, little, that little robotic samurai thing oh, that popped oh, up. Yeah, I don't that. that that was the vibe when I, I actually saw that. <laughs> That's a bad vibe. I want no parts of that party. Good guy. That was the one thing that popped in my head. I was like, why did they do that in particular? Like, that was not a good look. It was like the movie was doing so well, and it's almost like they just they, they blew a 3-1 lead, like the, the Warriors against the Cavaliers. So it's <laughs> like, why would y'all do that? Y'all had such a great thing going, and then you bring out this Robotnik like type of like like Godzilla. To, like, come on, what do you think was going to happen? They're about yeah. to get their ass whooped. But, you know, it, I, I digress because I know I know Ryan has some feelings about that movie in particular that I don't want to get into. So if he wants to go on a rant, go for it. But yeah, I just want to say shout out to Brian Tyree Henry. Uh, let me name a few more of his credits. Of course, I said Atlanta, Bullet Train, The Eternals, uh, Godzilla vs Kong. Even though I don't like to bring that up, he was in the remake. He was of a the, bright spot of that. He was a bright spot of that movie. He was a bright spot, and he was in the remake of the Child's Play. Uh, oh yeah, he was in Chucky. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was in that, and I've, it says he has a credit in the the Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. I don't know who he voiced in that uh, movie, but I have to look that up again. It he says definitely he was, was not Miles. No, he wasn't Miles. I forget. I can't remember the actor's name, but he definitely was not Miles. Uh, what was another one? Uh, if Bill Street can talk, I remember he had a he, had he a was in that. Okay, yeah. yeah. It says he's in. He has a part in uh, Boardwalk Empire. Have you watched that what? show yet? To its entirety, well, yes. Every it. single episode. All right, because they have him as a credit on there. I did not know that because I haven't seen he that show. He worked. For, oh well, um, one of the main characters on there was. Uh, uh, Michael K. Williams playing Chalky White. He had to have worked for Chalky White. Of all, the, all every black character on there worked for Chalky White. <laughs> pretty much. Oh, I did not know that. And it says he has a, a part in The Quiet Place too. Do y'all remember him in The Quiet Place too? Did what? I ever look that? Quiet was he place. on that little island or something? Did I just forget about that? He was running from the little kid. Oh, was he a police officer? Game. No. I don't think he was that police officer. Was he the black police officer? I don't think he was, though. That I don't know. I got to I gotta watch it again. Oh, I remember that dude too. with the shotgun in that. I do remember the he black wasn't cop with island. the shotgun. I don't remember his face at all in the quiet place, too. Oh, I can't remember. I have to, I'll, I'll watch it again because I love that movie. So I'll watch it again. And it said he has a part in The Widows and a Hotel Artemis. Did you ever watch that movie with... Um, is it Jodie Foster? Had uh, Sterling K. Brown in it. Uh, Dave, Dave Batista. Mm-hmm. It was like a hotel that was only made for criminals. They come in there, they pay their fee, whatever, and they hurt and get like patched up or whatever. That, that was actually a pretty good movie. That might be a hidden gem for me this week because I feel like that movie was very underrated. I, I did actually enjoy myself because Dave Batista, when he does like, you know, serious acting, when he's not just being like muscle, taking his shirt off every goddamn way, showing us all his abs and shit, <laughs> he's actually a pretty decent actor. So I'm going to give him a little bit of credit for that. I yeah, missed that one. Yeah, but standing ovation this week. Brian Tyree Henry, Emmy-nominated actor. I think he has a lot more in his bag that he has to show us. 
So I want to say, hey, I'm looking out for you and everything you're coming up with and wish you nothing but the best in the future, my friend. Thank you for all the memories that you've given me so far, and you are very talented. So thank you. Thank you very much. What do you got this week? Sean, you can go. I can go. Uh, I got one. And uh, just off of what I just saw um, over last night, I watched. I'm going to go with our good good guy here. Not a good guy, but our good friend, William Gary Busey. Okay. Uh, one of the worst. <laughs> I hated. I hated him in damn near every movie too. Like he <laughs> was a perfect villain, but I think he does a good job playing the bad guy. You know, I don't think I ever seen him in a movie where he's like, man, Gary Busey's a good guy in this. I if I like, if I think about it really hard, I'm pretty sure he played a, some parts where he was pretty decent. Um, but he usually plays that asshole character who you can't really wait to see get killed by Steven Seagal or the Predator or whatever, you know. But I, I feel like he's yeah. he was he a bad some, guy in the Predator and Predator Two. He was kind of like asshole. He, he was, was a bad guy, yeah, because sure. he was trying to catch the Predator just to, to learn because he did it. save Danny Glover. He so, did, but yeah. he paid for it. Paid for it. Bad. And his whole team got killed. They got whooped bad. They trying to freeze the damn Predator with some smoke screen shit and. They got tore up bad, but he—I th- I would say he was a bad guy because he—he was trying to catch the predator for for different reasons than just kill him, you know. So, uh, but I mean, he everything I see him in. He now, what's the movie? Um, uh, you forgot about him as a bad guy in *A Lethal Weapon*. That was his was, best role. Yeah, to me. *Lethal Weapon*. Yep, *Lethal Weapon*. We got uh, I'm a point, drop zone guy myself. *Point Break*. He was in that. That's, um, that's I don't think he was a bad point guy. Break, yeah. Okay, I know one. He wasn't a bad guy. Rookie, rookie of the year. Oh, yeah. I talked about that yeah. before. Yeah. That was one yeah. of my hidden gems. He was the yeah. old guy. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. He, he was oh, the, yeah. old the stepdad. Yeah, he called him Rocket pitcher. or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah the so, age pitcher. He was great. Yeah, man. for sure. Drop zone, like you said. Uh, he was. I wouldn't say he was a bad guy in Black Sheep because he ended up helping them out at the end. Remember, he was. <laughs> yeah, he did. I haven't yeah. seen Black Sheep in a really long. Oh, time. Oh yeah, he was a little military dude on the Chris Farley movie, right? Yeah, on the school bus, he was a military dude out there in the middle of the woods, and David Spade stumbled upon him out there. He's military hermit. No, he started whooping David Spade's ass on that military on the school bus. Oh man, he he's a good actor. I, I was like I said, he's a perfect bad guy. He's got that face, that jacket. I can only see him as Predator Two. Oh wait, or, he was in uh, the movie Soldier with Kurt Russell. That's where he was a good guy. Oh okay, that's I forgot right. about that movie. Okay. That was um, that's definitely one of my favorite movies. I love underrated, very underrated, a very under. That movie got a real battle. I I love the heck of that movie. Damn, I don't I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah, uh, Fear of Loathing in Las Vegas. He was in that. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, Big Wednesday. I never seen Big Wednesday. Never heard, never of, that heard of that one. Uh, no. Of course, Under Siege. Um, the Buddy Holly story. He's got some. He's got a nice. He's got. He's got a catalog. Nice, yeah, yeah, he definitely does. Definitely eighties and nineties. Wait, I'm for still. Sure. You you mentioned a certain movie that you liked before. In oh, he he gonna, he gonna get to it. He gonna get to it. Uh, ice oh, movie? oh, um, uh, surviving the game. There we go. There you he go. Was in that. Um, he played in uh, Grown Ups. I don't remember him in Grown Ups. I barely remember the Grown Ups yeah. movies. So I'm I don't not think they were bad. But yeah, they I have just, their place. With me, just with us. I <laughs> <laughs> got one time watch place. Yeah. Uh, with us watching The Predator over the weekend at Ryan's house, which was a great time. Prey. I keep saying Predator, but it really is The Predator. I watched Predator 2 just to get to see if I liked Prey, Prey or Predator 2 more. And I, I, I still lean Predator 2 just because. I think it's a nostalgia. Yeah, I think so. There. It might be, but I think Danny Glover and Gary Busey helping that, putting a little edge to it, is. I think it, I have to give it a nod just a little bit over Prey. Even, and that's how good Prey was. Um, but I see Gary Busey as just always a bad guy. He's a, he's a perfect bad guy. He, he's just an asshole, somebody that you can't wait to see die in the movie, but he does it perfectly. And I really enjoyed him in Predator 2. He did he did he did what he's supposed to do. He got killed pretty bad, 
but you were happy to see that at that point. You know, he did save Danny Glover, but he got him in all that shit in the first place. You know what I mean? So um, I'm going to go with Gary Busey under siege playing the little, um, the captain on the ship, one of the captains on the ship. Yeah, cross-dressing. Yeah, cross-dressing. Yeah, that was weird. End up, um, you know, stabbing uh, everybody else in the back just to get some money there. He's perfect for that. He looks like that's how he would be in real life. Uh, so um, his son plays in uh, Stranger Things, and he looks just like him. Um, I'm, his son's in Stranger Things? Yeah, Stranger Things. Starship Troopers, yeah, man? They, yeah. And they uh, yep. brought him into the, the Predator movie as his son. Yeah, he did kind of like take over his work. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that I thought was, that was a nice little nod. That was pretty dope, yeah. You know, he looks he looks like him. He's just tall. Uh, so for me tonight, man, he's this dude 78 years old. And he's still kicking. He looks terrible in the picture I got right here, but um, he's still alive. He, yeah, he look, he's he, done he's, he's something. He's lived a life. He's done something. So Gary Busey, for some reason when I was little, I used to got, I'd get him and Nick Nolte confused. Uh, for some reason, <laughs> I don't know why, but I got them confused. They look, I don't say they look alike, but just the way they act. They definitely them. look like they're homeless. Yeah, it was homeless <laughs> as fuck. And then um, Gary Busey, they wouldn't, you would never know he was an uh, actor if you saw him. He was on the Trump show where he was, you know, that show Trump had where he was kicking people off left and right. He was on that. He looked terrible. I remember he was on uh, Celebrity Fit Club. Oh, really? Okay. He's like, never been fit. What? No. No, I mean, you know, you know, they have like that phase, like VH1, MTV. They had like all these reality shows. Like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, what is it? Celebrity Big Brother, that kind of shit. I feel like that was like a little bit ahead of this time when they felt, brought out the Celebrity uh, Fit Club and they started bringing out people that, that don't. That don't look quite the same as they used to. I remember they had like Warren G on one of those seasons. I'm like, damn, he just got like a beer belly. He don't, yeah. he don't need to be on this show. <laughs> I, think yeah, he, I remember Gary Busey being on that show. And that dude is he he really is crazy like that in yeah, real life. Yeah, he I think he had a stroke and his face is kind of jacked up now. Uh, it's like oh, okay. yeah, so I hope he got past that. But uh for me tonight, guys, Gary Busey, watched Predator Two last night. He played in some. He had some hits back in the day, and he usually not somebody you were rooting for in the movie. So I'm going for Gary Busey. That's my uh, standing ovation tonight. So, all right, yeah. all right, Ryan, what you got all for right. us this week, man? Good picks, amigos. Good picks. Uh, I think I'm going to go somebody behind the camera this week. Um, the person who directed the, I'm pretty sure the most recent Transformers movie. Which I believe is Bumblebee. Um, oh, it's a guy by that. the name of Travis Knight, who is the son of Nike co-founder Phil Knight, and this guy um, actually uses inherited wealth for the film community. And God bless him. He just like me. He's in love with stop motion animation. Uh, before he made Bumblebee, his uh, deck director de- debut was Kubo and the Two Strings, which is a movie that came out a few years ago, which I enjoyed immensely. Uh, as a stop-motion fan, by far one of the better movies in that uh, particular animation. And I'm looking forward to everything he does going forward, whether it's uh, live-action or animated. Um, he actually was one of the animators on the short-lived but very underrated Eddie Murphy show the PJs. I don't know if you guys remember. Mm-hmm. Nice to come on there. It was wait a minute. Uh, uh, they were in like a big he was building. A super, in super a, in a, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a super in apartment complex. Yeah, I remember that. I'm yeah. sure if I revisit that as an adult, mm-hmm. there was a lot of stuff that went over my head. But I remember that show was hilarious. Um, he uh, was also an animator on the Box Trolls movie, and uh, one of the best animated movies of all time by the name of Coraline. Um, the creepiest. One of the creepiest movies I've ever seen. <laughs> well, yeah, life. no lie about that, for sure. 
And if you want to dig into that, there's a lot of subliminal elements. And uh, that's like un- you can peel away at that movie for days. But, uh, yeah, I, I do really feel that we've only seen uh, the tip of the iceberg with what this man has to offer. I uh, was dragged to that Bumblebee movie, Bumblebee movie with my niece while she was in town. And my sister needed a break just to have no kids around. I said, okay, I'll take your daughter, me and her, go to the movies. She decided to pick whatever she wanted. And to my surprise, I really enjoyed myself. Uh, if I had to name my three favorite Transformers movies, uh, the only three good ones in that catalog, that I would say are actually good movies, is the original, Transformers 3, and Bumblebee. Uh, Bumblebee was uh, a, a, uh, like a breath of fresh air for the franchise. Especially after that first night crap they put out there, that was terrible. yeah. Both those Mark Wahlberg ones were utter were god awful, <laughs> oh, yeah. god awful. We don't even acknowledge those. Yeah. At oh all. my god! And uh, it, it it was it was it was nice. It was nice. Um, there's been a few people who've inherited money uh, and try to get into the film industry, and the results are not always as good. But so far, this guy's betting. Two for two. He's batting a thousand for me. He had, uh, he's he's pretty much spent his life uh, in the animation industry. Uh, he made uh, one of the better movies of that particular year. I believe it came out in 2018. Kubo and the Two Strings. Highly recommend that. And whether it's uh, going to be stop motion animation, which please let it be, please let it be. Uh, I, I think that's a very underrated field of filmmaking. You are a big fan of that. that I am. That I, I, I love that look. And, uh, yeah, the attention to detail it takes, I, th- I do think it's worth the painstaking effort it takes just to get five seconds of footage, spending over 50 hours moving one thing one frame at a time just to get five seconds of footage. The results are worth it to me. It it's it's really a unique field of filmmaking, and I, I love it when done well. So shout out to you, Mr. Travis Knight. Your career is one I'm always going to keep an eye on and look forward to what you can contribute to the film community. Anything that you're involved in is an event for me going forward. Can't wait to see what you do next, buddy. Cool. All right. Let's get to our binge-worthy section. I'm just going to eliminate myself from this section right here because I haven't really binged much of anything this past week. Is the world upside down? No, Mm -hmm. no, no. It's just... I, it hasn't I, really been much to I've, I've been watching a lot of movies, really. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of old movies, some new That's what movies. what I'm talking about. Yeah, but Dr. Strangelove get watched yet? I haven't got just Technically, Scarface is going to be on my list first. Either that or Godfather. I have to get to that first. Godfather. So I should do then Godfather, Doc- then Scarface? Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Do Scarface first, then Godfather. Okay. Because once, I, I think you'll be rethinking what's the best mafia movie of all time after you see The Godfather. Because I am really big on Casino. I already know where I stand with that. Casino is like one of my favorites. Same here. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, both are, those movies that are, are Departed. Departed is really Departed is up there. Good fella, Goodfellas for me, though. I like Goodfellas. Uh, all yeah. those movies you mentioned are completely different in tone from The Godfather. That's why I think you guys will both appreciate that once you sit down and watch it. I need to watch it again, but I do remember being really slow. I do remember that. How so, old were you when you sat down? I was down? about 10, 11, so and I, I, I seen bits and pieces as I got older, but 
um, I could never really sit through the whole thing, you know. So you got to sit there and really watch. The good fellas, you could do other things. You can iron your shirt. You can cook something. Well, that's one oh, because you yeah. sat down and watched it yeah, one time before. Yeah, I have. But seen the it Godfather's before. like that. Oh, good, the good the, fella, yeah. Godfather is just like all all three of our favorite movies. It's in my opinion. I think it's just, where you can throw it on and it's just background music. For me, you got it memorized. Yeah, that all those movies you name, The Godfather is on that list. I don't know. I I, said, I guess because I've seen Goodfellas so many times. I you know Joe Pesci, you know uh, Ray Liotta, uh, Robert De Niro. I mean, his old boy who plays the the king of the mob there, who don't answer phones and shit. I mean, everything just works for that for me in that. And the casino is the same way. But these uh, are different time eras that these. Oh stories yeah, yeah, they places. are. But it's just, and I'm not talking about when the movie is actually made. I'm talking gotta, about the storyline. That the movie is depicting itself. I, say, I feel like Godfather. You gotta just you know put in the time to watch both of those. Like it's Goodfellas is a little faster. Casino, they're a little faster paced to me. Godfather's a little. You need to slow down. Can't be on the phone all the time. You gotta really pay attention and, and you know de- devote some time to to the Godfather. I would say I would say that for any 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 movie you consider is good. Yeah, but I've I, never said oh this movie's great. And I just halfway watched it. No, I've, I've never not, said I'm that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying now that I've seen Goodfellas, even when you watch the, you know, uh, Godfather, you're still going to have to sit down and you know you can. Goodfellas is quicker. It's, it's faster pace. You don't have to sit through. It's long. The Godfather is a long, slow burn. No, it, no it's not. It is. No, you it's, haven't seen the show. I've seen. It's good, not a I've slow seen burn. enough to it's know not, that. It, no, you, you have to take time out of your day. I've seen enough of that. The good fellas is like, all right, man, here we go. But you hear the sat down and, and, you, and you vouched for the for the two towers, Lord of Rings. You said that's the best of the trilogy. To me, that is. That's a slow burn, if you ask me. That's not That slow is burn. extremely slow not pace, for me. especially. Because I, I, I put myself, like I said, that those movies, that's a different kind of thing. The Godfather. You, the two towers is 30 minutes longer than The Godfather. Yeah, but The Godfather is just not enough. For my attention span, you know, what I mean, I feel like Goodfellas, Casino, The Departed, these movies are just moving along faster than them. I'm not saying this movie suck. I'm I not down in the. I understand. The I understand. I, 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 to an extent, I completely understand. That was one of one of the only times, the the absolute only time that I've been yelled at for not paying attention to a movie, because there's a very important scene in there where two people get shot point blank range in the head in a restaurant, and I asked my dad. Why did that character shoot them? It's like they tried to kill his dad. You said you wanted to watch The Godfather. <laughs> Sit down and watch it. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, Jesus, man. Okay, I'll take this more serious. I'm sorry. That was my. That's my dad's all time favorite movie. I don't, but, I and don't, I don't blame you. Yeah. And and when we were growing up with GI Joe and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it didn't really hit me. Yeah, I, I didn't really have the patience for that it. That was beyond our. But you know, but our I time, sat yeah. down and I was when my dad cussed me out. A couple weeks, I sat down and watched it. I, the hype is real, and I don't think either one of you guys will be let down. I'm willing Godfather to watch it all the way, both of them, all the way through, just so I can, you know, have I can speculate on it more and talk about it more. But I'm, I've seen enough of them. But to me, Goodfellas is is, is king of those kind of movies. To me, You're not, yeah, I don't Casino's blame you. I don't there blame and The Party's there, Scarface is there. But I would say Goodfellas for me. So. Okay. Yeah, I don't blame you for that. Yeah, I, I would. A lot of people think Goodfellas is the best gangster movie of all time, and I'm not going to argue against that. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not trying to I change nobody's mind. Argue, I'm just saying I'll never I like, argue yeah. against that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, it's disrespectful to say that The Godfather is slow pace. 
I really feel I really feel you're missing out on some of the best filmmaking ever made. I, I think that you have to I, until you've actually sat down and watched it. I can't I can't agree with that. That, that slow pace is that is as rewatchable as any of those gangster movies we just named, in my opinion. So yeah, you guys, yeah, by all means, because. I really think Scarface is going to be a letdown for you, Tommy. If you watch The Godfather one or two before Scarface, you're 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 going to compare it Scarface to the Casinos, Goodfellas, Godfather, you're, and it's really not in that category. It's 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 a lot of people close. would tell you that Scarface is king. I mean, there's so many people, with rappers and stuff, love quoting and you know Scarface. You know, what I mean, like, they like the a, character. Yeah, they, the character who which he was. You know, pretty reckless. You know what I mean, like I don't know why he got his ass. I'm not gonna tell you all the movie, but he was doing some reckless shit in the movie. But um, I would say people really hail Scarface as king of, of some of those gangster movies. You know, it Scarface was the '80s. Is, yeah, but sure. you got to realize that that was that movie's halfway satire. Uh, the movies we were just discussing, they're actually trying to show you the nuts and bolts, the good and the bad. Yeah, of, but when you this wanna... is the Scarface is about. 80s excess yeah, but to the you extreme. Sit down on a Friday night, Scarface, and you're looking for a, a movie to watch and eat your popcorn with. I think Scarface is more acceptable for that. To me, I understand. Yeah, but yeah. you're, yeah, if you're it, talking about getting into the nitty gritty, yeah, The Godfather would probably be better. But you just want to see, you know, Al Pacino playing, uh, you know, a Cuban gangster. You know, you're gonna you're gonna like that. One of the best performances the, right, of right, all time, right. absolutely. Oh, yeah, one of the best characters ever made. Oh yeah, some and you got the iconic lines and roles. I'm pretty sure Godfather has too. But I hear people quoting Tony Montana a lot more than anybody from you know the Godfather. So and the Godfather's it's it's heralded. It's way up there. But I don't know. I think Keep this, your friends close, enemies closer. Yeah, but Scarface has got that. He's he's got that. He's colorful, you know. Hey, fuck you, you know. What I mean, the way he talked in The Godfather too. But Tony Montana, I feel like he might like that more. It was more action, and, and not a lot of action, but it's more colorful. I would say. I would. That's how I would put it. He absolutely. It, yeah. it's, it, it is. Yeah. But that's what it was aiming for. Yeah. The, the Godfather has a different reason for being made. Scarface, eighties excess. They want to show you somebody reach the top. Started from Faster. nothing, the lowest point that he was working in a, a kitchen. Absolutely, from the lowest to the highest. And but I will say he was very reckless, and some of the stuff he was doing was, <laughs> you know, he. I'll tell you one thing: he killed somebody just for, you know. We've all seen Scarface here, right? Not Tommy yet, but yeah, yeah, oh, yeah that's right, Tommy, that's right, yeah. that's right. So I'll just let you, I'll let you watch it, Tommy, and then you can come back and tell us. I mean, I'm not trying to say The Godfather or Scarface is better. Just for me, I think Scarface would be more exciting to watch. I will say that. Tommy is uh, doesn't need to wear sweatpants when he watches Scarface because that was directed by Brian De Palma, <laughs> and some of his single takes on there are utterly incredible. Is that much- some some of the camera work on there? There are at least three scenes I can think of on top of my head. Who's the? It's not Michelle Pfeiffer. What's the lady in there in Scarface? Michelle Pfeiffer. It is, is Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, she is the biggest. I, you you're gonna you're just gonna hate her by the time you watch the movie. Like she's just useless in the movie. But I don't it, hate what, her. I don't. I didn't hate useless. her. Useless. Like he'd be cussing her the fuck out. But it's, you gotta watch Scarface. It's it's something that you have. I to was put. cussing Scarface out. He was loafing end. too. He did some real dirty shit, and that's why I said like I I, I don't know. It's, it's more colorful. But he did some dirty shit in the movie too. So. 
You got to watch either both of them, to be honest. So. I'll, I'll make that a priority for me this weekend. So I ain't got nothing else better to do. So, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll check it out. So I'll go Scarface first, and I'll go over to The Godfather. And if mm-hmm. I'm feeling really bored, I might go over to Godfather 2, and maybe I can muscle through Godfather 3. Ooh, woo. Now, however you feel about Godfather 1, you are not ready for Robert De Niro and Godfather 2. He's playing a younger version of Marlo Marlon Brando's character, and uh, if there's ever an argument for the Godfather Two being better than Godfather One, which a lot of people think it, it is, it's because of Robert De Niro. So if you consider yourself a Robert De Niro fan, you have to make this a must-watch. You will see why he's a movie star. Okay. I, I, yeah, outside of outside of maybe Heat, I don't think he, I don't think he's done better work than what he did in the Godfather Two. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I'll take your word for it. Oh, you got any other binge worthies other than me getting back to these old gangster movies? I, <laughs> I, uh, I'm excited for your watching. I'm yeah, excited to see how you feel about I it. I watch the show, and it's, I would say it's mainly for the ladies because my girlfriend watched, made me watch some of it. It's called Glow Up. Oh, I thought you were about to pick my binge worthy. No, it's like a makeup show where these guys and women are putting on these. Oh, different... I am pumped to watch this show. No, I no, I, I'm saying it's for the ladies. Uh, but they do do uh, movie makeups. So where they go in and make these people look like vampires or zombies and shit. And I thought that was pretty dope. And it's just a show that's been on for a while. It's on Netflix called Glow Up. And they, it's not exactly what you think. It's not just putting on, you know, for glamour shots and putting on different kind of mascara and stuff like that. They do do that. But they do a lot of movie setups and uh, music video setups. And where they got to make somebody look like a zombie or something or a vampire or something. I thought that was pretty dope. On, and they get judged on the quality of work that they do. So uh, that's something that maybe women might like a little more. But uh, I got stuck watching it. And I actually started to, to really watch it. So it's called Glow Up. And then I watched a movie called, a show called Sandman. I watched a little bit of the Sandman. Okay, I was about to ask if you guys have seen that. Let little, me know. A little bit of piece of, uh, I, I, it was a little boring starting off. I got to give it more of a chance. It looked like it has some potential. Uh, the Sandman, if you don't know, he's kind of like the dream guy. He gives you dreams. It's a song, Mr. Sandman, bring me yeah. a dream. That's kind of like something you would hear in um, Halloween. It's played a lot in there. Um, but this is what that's about, the Sandman, who supposed to bring you I guess good dreams and nightmares, maybe. I don't know, but that's what this show is about. It's called The Sandman. And what channel what, is that coming it's, it's on? It's on Netflix. Yeah. The, yeah. San, the, the Sandman's Sandman. on Netflix? Yeah, yeah the they've Sandman. been really advertising that one yep. pretty heavy this past yep. so, week. Uh, Jordan Gordon-Levitt was trying to get a Sandman movie off the ground for at least the past half decade. Um, and that was like one of his dream projects. And now to see that it's actually a series on Netflix... I want to see what the what the hype is about. Why would he be so passionate in making that a movie? The only dude I noticed so far, you remember uh, the Golden Child? Of remember course. the dude who played the Devil, Sauron Numsi? Oh, yeah. He's the main one of the main characters in this Sandman. I don't know his real name, but I liked him always from this from uh, That's a Golden great Child. Bad guy. Yeah, Can't yeah. Character actor there. Sauron Numsi. Yes, I know you, but yeah, he's one of the main characters in there. So, but that's all I had for as far as binge worthy. So. I got one. Uh, we're kind of on the same uh, lane there, Sean. Uh, uh, the show I'm going to recommend has a predominantly female cast. And uh, I'm going to recommend this primarily for any guy out there currently dating in a relationship or married to a black woman. This is something that I think your black wife or girlfriend will enjoy. And I think 
as a male, you'll enjoy it as well. It's an HBO Max show that I stumbled across called Rap Shit. That's the actual name of the show. I'm not making it. It is. It's, it's called on Rap HBO Shit. Max. Yep, I saw that. I Ask saw that on there. I still don't know what the hell it is. I didn't know what it was. Never heard anything. Never saw a preview for it. I said, hey, let me give this a chance. And honestly, uh, it got off to a rocky start for me because <laughs> I felt that they were trying to be a little bit too on the nose, a little bit too modern. Uh, pretty much the first 20 minutes of the show is uh, people interacting with FaceTime and video chat on their phones. I was like, okay, you're trying to be a little bit too on the moment here. Uh, they were kind of denigrating the rap industry. You heard some aspiring artists watching who's popular online on their phones. And, of course, it was some cheesy white female rapper, fictional white female rapper. And uh, her one of the main character's boyfriends is aspiring rapper as well. And, of course, he has to learn the trouble and tribula- tribulations of the music industry. And you're not always going to make it big right out the gate, even though he's trying to sell that online, wearing big chains, always showing himself in the studio. Uh, it was actually uh, the guy from a good movie that, Tommy recommended Emergency. Not the main character, but the main character's friend who was always vaping. Uh, he, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was, he, plays one, he plays the aspiring rapper in this show who's the baby dad of one of the main female actors. But um, you make it to the first 20 minutes of the first episode. It's four episodes in with the fifth episode premiering tomorrow. It's actually a pretty decent show, and I really wanted to highlight it just because uh, I've always felt that it's extremely hard. It's always hard to make it as an actor in the entertainment industry, but I've, I've always felt it's especially hard for black actresses trying to make it just because of how they are typecast and how very little leading role opportunities are given to black actresses. Um, my best friend's wedding was not offered to Angela Bassett. I guarantee you that. Uh, uh, yeah, thirteen going on thirty and shit. Yeah, yeah it, it's 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 tough, and you pretty much have to play the angry black woman stereotype, pretty much. Yeah, why would they want to take on that role anyway? They, a movie like that isn't made to be like a a big success. It's, it's probably going to bomb. Uh, thirteen going on thirty. It was. That was cool. Is that yeah, Lindsay Lohan? Yeah, Lindsy Lohan. Uh, Lindsay Lohan? No, was, that's uh, Jennifer Garner. Yeah. Jennifer yeah. Garner. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, she, that's not the body swap movie? That's what, yeah, uh, that's what she, Curtis, she, she becomes it? like a kid again. Yeah. You're thinking about like Freaky Friday. Freaky, Freaky Friday. Friday. Yeah, that's Freaky what I was Friday. thinking of, yes. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah movies like that, it's kind of like, you know why they made that, man. This is, this is for teenage girls mm-hmm. or something like that. It's just like, no, no. They all have their place. Angela Bassett. You're doing great for your career. You're the highest paid actress on television right now. You you held on for the long run, and you still look wonderful. So God bless Ooh. Angela Bassett. I still Black I still like watching crack that show. with her. Good lord, no, it, it don't crack at all, man. She found the fountain of youth, and she, she kept sure it to did. herself. And, and you should not show it. Oh, maybe J Lo got to it too. I don't know. J Lo, she did. She, yeah, she's there. Jennifer Aniston has it. I mean, them old three definitely look good still. No Halle in that category. Halle Berry. Oh, Halle, Halle, yeah, Halle Berry's on a whole other level. So, and how dare you guys not bring up Selma Hayek? Well, I was thinking. I'm, I haven't I'm, seen her in a while, but I bet she's still great. Selma right? Hayek. She is. Is she in Eternals? Wait a minute. She's in. She's Eternals. in Eternals. Yeah, yeah so she's doing. But I'm good, more too. of a Michelle Yeoh. Type of fan. Oh, yeah. yeah she is doing incredible. Oh, yeah, she is. Oh, she, yeah, she is. Yeah, if I definitely had a crush list, she's definitely top five better. Yeah, I know who I really like as a kid, and I don't know why. 
Cindy Crawford. I, I, for some reason, I thought she what was, was it the beauty mark. Not, yeah. What do you mean for some reason? A lot I, of people I, had a crush on but her, but I didn't know why. I just like man, I know I know why, but I thought like uh, you better not hit on that mole on her face. No, You're I, like, on the I don't. You're hating. Hate okay. <laughs> Cindy Crawford was fine. I just remember like man, I didn't even know where I saw her at. This was a kid. Like man, that's a good looking woman right Have there. Have you ever seen the movie with her and one of those Baldwin brothers and went straight to video? It was an action movie. Damn, what movie was that? <laughs> it was entertaining. If if you get a chance, if you need a who was it? Daniel. What's the one from Biodome? Uh oh, that's Steven. Yeah. Is it Steven? Yeah. Okay. Um, he was, in a, he was in the movie Fled with uh, mm-hmm. Lawrence Fishburne. Yep, it's him exactly. Yeah, yeah I like good. I like Fled. Fled was great. That is a good, good movie. Yeah. Uh, it was really good. Um, I like Biodome. <laughs> please, Biodome is hilarious. Yeah. Google Cindy Crawford Baldwin brother movie. You are in for ninety minutes of pleasure. Oh, oh it, yeah. it, it was one of the HBO's shining moments. It's great. She's half naked. Baldwin shooting people the whole movie. It's it's great. Yeah, <laughs> it's nineties pleasure all the great. way through. Okay, I'll, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> so shout out to black actors out there. Uh, I, it's gonna especially for any aspiring artists in the music industry. I guarantee you that the first 20 or so minutes of this rap shit show is going to be cringeworthy, but it does kind of find its footing as the first episode and the other episodes progress. I uh, did a little research leading up to this episode episode of Savants. Uh, The creator of the show is a, please forgive me if I mispronounce her name, Issa Rae. Uh, She's apparently a big YouTube creator, so that's extra motivation for anybody trying to get their foot in the door with the YouTube shorts or features. Uh, she apparently has a pretty popular show on YouTube. I never watched called awkward black girl. And she's one of the, uh, more popular content creators out there with short films and giving opportunities to black artists and actors. It's uh shout out to her for getting this off the board and getting the show on HBO. Uh, yeah, if you got some free time, give rap shit a chance. It's got some great talent, uh, on the acting side of things, if you just get past the gimmick side of things, uh, I think once you finish that first episode, you'll want to watch the rest of the season. It's it's worth mentioning. Okay, I don't take your word for it, man. You haven't steered me wrong yet, so I'll say that. I'll just I'll take that on a big leap of faith right there. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, let's get to our new releases this week. Now I've seen a few new movies over the past couple of weeks so i'll just let you guys go ahead and take lead on what y'all have seen hopefully i've i've seen the same thing ryan what you caught this week other than our our bro night out watching uh pray all right pray. We'll, just, we'll just cover that one first since i know for sure we all Look, i think we all got some pretty strong reactions to pray and i think all three of us enjoyed it yeah. immensely it sounds mm-hmm. like yeah some of us more than others so we'll see where everybody stands on this one ryan what was your uh your initial reaction after we saw that uh, that movie that night. How was you feeling about it? Better than it had any right to be. I had an absolute blast with it. Uh, it gave me exactly what I was looking for, a Predator movie. And I, I, unfortunately, it's the talk of the movie world right now. Yeah. So uh, if you look up Prey, you're going to probably see, oh, let's do a spinoff where the Predator's in the Vietnam War. <laughs> World War Two, and I I'm willing to bet my money that whatever the next Predator movie is, it's going to suck very very bad. Because unfortunately, the Predator franchise has not built up enough goodwill to me to have any faith in any upcoming movie. 
So this was a pleasant surprise and absolutely one of the best movies of the year. I really had a blast. It didn't try to overstay its welcome. It was under two hours. It gave, hopefully what you guys wanted, it gave me exactly what I wanted. A strong lead character, one of the most badass female characters in cinematic history. Uh, you can put her right up there with Furiosa damn near. She was she was pretty yeah. freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah, she was. Um, and I really love the the tech the Predator was using in this movie. I like the look of the Predator, uh, the... 1700s era of the of the story worked great for it and it was uh refreshing to see something new that actually paid off and worked i really had a good time with this and uh i'm only disappointment i have is that didn't get released in the theaters i would have loved to seen this on the big screen yeah that would have been great absolutely it seems to be getting a good reception out here and uh i've yet to talk to anybody who's disliked it my girlfriend's 20 year old son has never seen a prayer movie. He ended up watching Prayer of the Weekend and really enjoyed it. And I can only imagine what his letdown is going to be if he starts delving into <laughs> Alien vs. Predator and Alien Requiem. He's, he's like, yeah. Yeah, how did this movie even get made? And I'm going to be just as shocked as him because I thought that franchise was dead and somebody found fresh air where I didn't know it existed. So had a great time and, uh, yeah. Thank you guys for giving me a break yeah. from my mundane life and joining me for that Friday <laughs> night movie going experience. Uh, how, what's y'all's reaction about it? My reaction was it's my second favorite Predator movie. Same here, actually. Same here. Okay. The first one is still is still Raining King because it was the first one, so therefore it has that beat, just having nostalgic value to it. Now I went back to watch Predator Two and watched it compared to Prey. For some reason, Prey just it, it it inks it out just by a little bit. Nostalgia keeps Predator Two in there because, like I said, Danny Glover makes that movie funny when it wasn't supposed to be funny, in my opinion. <laughs> he did give us some levity, <laughs> like him just being out. In, well, where was it? What was that? Uh, Miami, L.A. Or is it L.A.? LA okay. yeah. I remember he was there and he was in there. He was just sweating his ass off. He, <laughs> everything was hot. And he was yeah. he hated the birds, damn birds. I know his his ad libs <laughs> are, are, are fucking are, are fucking impeccable to me. He always has something funny to say <laughs> in this movie. He was just being a little smart ass, being yeah. tough. You know he went after the predator wasn't scared of it 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 was a great movie but pray it was so grounded and seeing like a whole new angle of it of being like the first i guess they're saying i don't know if they officially said it was like the first predator to ever visit earth but i'm definitely giving vibes that like this was the first one they came here and just started hunting just to kind of learn mm-hmm. from the you know from earth like how the humans are but i enjoyed it a lot more than I initially thought I was. I thought it was gonna be one of those throwaway movies that I like. It's on Hulu. I was like, ah, oh, man, they don't have no trust in it. They probably did a test screen. It's like, you know what? We'll just sell it to a streaming service. We'll put it out there and we'll get as much bang out of our buck as we can. Yeah, like Ryan said, I think they definitely made a huge mistake not putting this out in theaters because based on the reaction and the 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 talk of it and like the the feedback that they got from it so far, it's definitely high up on this predator list and nobody really anticipated that not even the execs i'm guessing so i'm hoping that they might give it like a limited release in some cities just so some people can see it on the big screen but if they don't watch it on my 70 inch tv it was pretty damn close (laughs) pretty damn close and i have to say i was very impressed with this director that uh that uh took on this movie i think he was the director of the uh 10 cloverfield lane 
He, he's that yep. director. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that too. And I, I love that movie. So yeah, what he did with this one, keeping it grounded, keeping it simple, not too much tech. Like the Predator was basically doing like hand to hand combat. It was a it was a great movie. I really really enjoyed myself watching this one. If I had to get it a grade, I'd probably say it's probably eight point five out of ten. Yeah. For me, it, it, it's pretty high. Mm-hmm. It was definitely That's unexpected. A, oh and, yeah, I'm with you on that. And it has a lot of rewatch value. I can watch it, you know, over and over, and I find like little things that I didn't catch before. Like the cast was perfect. I like how they're giving like Native Americans like uh more prominent roles. Like this is a great role for her. I hope that. You know, this helped springboard her to like a whole new level of her career because I thought she did a great job and I'm really looking forward to this. So, yeah, if they're going to make a sequel, I'm going to be the first one in line. They try to catch it. So, yeah, great job y'all did with this one. Amazing. I wish y'all nothing but the best here. Around. Hopefully y'all make another one because I'm definitely going to watch out for these Predator franchise movies. I've been a loyal fan from the beginning. I've definitely been... You know, muscling through a lot of these damn Predator movies. <laughs> Alien vs. Predator. Yeah. And, well, well, I keep talking about The Predator was not as bad as y'all make it out to be. Predators is a lot better than y'all give it credit for. So, yeah. I'm just going to say, hey, I, I've been holding on. I've been, I've been doing my best to keep this franchise alive off my back alone. But this <laughs> one was a great one right yeah. here. This was a great movie. This was a great entry, and I'm hoping that they're going to do a sequel to this so I can find out exactly what happens with that gun and how it actually transfers over to the Predator. So, yeah. So yeah, yeah, Sean, Sean, what you, would you have for Oh, us? man, you know, I'm a Predator fan. I, it was great. I was good to see you guys out having wings and beer and just shooting the shit, you know, having a good time. It was exactly what I was hoping it was going to be. Um, I was glad to see it. They finally got a Predator right since Danny Glover's Predator 2 for me. Because uh, even the Alien vs. Predator was just okay. And then and the rest of the Predators, I was like, man, I'm just not a huge fan of the rest of the Predators that came out. Because um, it was just, it, it just didn't, they just couldn't get it right. They didn't get, they, they were just messing the Predator up for me. So I, I really enjoyed this Predator. I, I liked the way it looked back in the 1700s. I like that feel. It was very primitive. He was, he was seemed like he was primitive a little bit. He didn't have to have the big plasma cannon on these people because all they had was bow and arrows, you know. But he, he had a couple of gadgets that he kind of cheat a little bit. You know, he could go invisible and they out there would just, you know, never seen anything quite like this in their lives. Uh, but I enjoyed the action. It was that part where they were tied to the tree and he was just destroying those French dudes. It, it looked like some John Wick type stuff. He was just chopping people up, cutting heads off. Uh, that was a, that's what I was happy to see the most. I wanted to see more combat. I want to see the predator just go berserk. Not long, hour and forty minutes. That's that's a, exactly what you want with this kind of movie. You didn't want them to go overboard. Not a lot of story arc for me. Besides the brother and sister, had a couple moments there. Uh, I didn't really care about a lot of the characters. They put characters in there just to get killed, of course. Uh, but um, I liked it, man. I really liked the predator. I mean, the prey movie. I, I, that's probably my favorite movie of the year. Um, not to me though, not better than Predator Two. I think just because of Danny Glover, he he gives me the slight nod. He gives it a slight nod over Prey for me. Uh, Danny Glover, did <laughs> I just can't get past Danny Glover? Like he's funny. He, he does stuff that really makes that movie stand out, and it is a little bit of nostalgia for me. And of course, the original Predator is just he. I don't think they can never top that, you know. And so for me, I'll give it four brownie points out of five. There was a couple things I didn't like. I saw her rip the tooth out of the predator's mouth and stab him with the, his own tooth. 
Uh, it was a couple of little things, a little far fetched, but she did outsmart him. She put, she was putting hands on him, uh, and she was putting hands on those French dudes too. I like that when she was fighting those guys. I forgot about that. She was cutting them up pretty good too. So uh, she outsmarted him. She, you know what I wanted her to do? They made it seem like she was going to use the mud, like Arnold did, because she kind of fell in that mud. And they she, did kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wanted, I wanted, to, I thought that's what she was going to do, but instead she kind of threw him in the mud or knocked him into the, like uh, knocked him into the mud. And uh, she just outsmarted him for the most part. So I wanted her to see her do a little bit more. Uh, this predator looked a little different than my favorite two predators, but he was still the predator. He was more like the Predators movie. They looked more. He looked more like those predators. And so, but for me, that story arc with the gun, I read upon that on a online. I watched a video. If you go on YouTube, you can watch a video on how he got that gun. They talk about how he got that gun as the old predator, and Predator Two is the one who ends up with it, and they call him the Grayback. Or, or the elder, and they were describing him in the, in the video as a demon. They thought back then that they were demons and not aliens and stuff like that. So it's, it's a pretty nice story arc uh, on how he got the gun and stuff like that. So um, it's pretty dope. Not better than the sec- first or pre- second Predator, but I give it four brownie points out of five. For me, excellent Predator movie. This is exactly what we've been waiting on. It was a good job. So I like old girl. What's her name? Amber Fassbender or something like no that. Idea. Yeah, name, yeah but... she did a good job. Um, I really enjoyed her. And I'm looking forward to seeing where they go next. Don't make an alien versus predator again or none of that. Just stay no, on the task. No, no. Now aliens could come out with something and let's see where they go. They already messed up with the. Prometheus they messed crap. those up too. Like I just, just can't get them right. Somehow the eighties and nineties are just raining on perfect for those two movies uh, franchise. But, um, you know, I got the Predator on my arm. I love the Predator, so I enjoyed his weaponry. All that was great for me. Um, I just like to see him hand hand fight. So it, was, it was great. So, uh, but like I said, Predator Two, Predator One, Predator Two, and I put this right up there with Predator Two. It's neck and neck. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe need to watch a couple more times so I can finally get get in yeah, there on the I, second. I saw part. it. I saw it twice so far. So. Um, I want to see more. I wanted. I feel like I was left hanging just a tad bit. I wanted to see a little bit more. So you think so. the action in Predator Two is better is better than Predator in, in Prey? Um, I want to say the, the action, action side. I felt. I, I just feel like it's a better move overall movie with a better uh, storyline. This one is exactly what you want, yeah. But I feel like the Predator is so so much that we need to learn about the Predator. You know, I, this guy just came, and this is that what we want as guys. You know, you just want to see him get in there and kill. Okay, that's perfect. But I wanted a little bit more. You know, I wanted her to see her do a little bit more at the end. See, kinda, I thought she was extra. I, I enjoyed the I, ending. I feel like she beat him kind of easy. That's I, what I was saying. I thought it was her. Okay, I, I understand. Yeah, I, yeah. Thought, I felt it was very earned. Yeah. And, and uh, she would have got her ass. I mean, this dude, they beat the hell out of Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know what I mean? Like, And, that, and maybe she just outsmarted him, and that's exactly what she did. But I felt like he he had a couple times where he grabbed her by the neck. He could have just popped that neck, you know. He, she wouldn't have stood a chance. Uh, there was a know. couple scenes in Predator too. Danny Glover got tossed around more times, and yeah, he he, he, this dude's got more gadgets. He's got he's using shit plasma cannons on his arm, you know. And Danny Glover, you know, he's a big guy. He's six foot four. He you is know a big mean? guy. So I mean, but she just she got away with a couple things that I was like, all right, now you know that couldn't have, he would have destroyed her, but. I still give it a. It was a great movie. So yeah, yeah. I, I, just because how much I've hated every Predator movie since. Yeah, that's Predator Two. I'm gonna. I'll give it a solid nine. Just because I'm so happy we actually got something good. Uh, 
was it perfect with all the effects crisp? No. Um, could you predict every character was going to die in this movie? Yes. But it delivered on the excitement and what the Predator franchise, when it's working best, it gives you a good lead character mm -hmm. that you actually, I believe she could beat the Predator. She did enough badass shit with that axe on a rope to make me think, okay, this is going to be good competition. Uh, the physicality of her and her brother, uh, it, it, didn't felt, it didn't feel as forced as it is to me. And as much as I'm raving about uh, the female lead and prey, and uh, her brother as well, I think her brother was a great character. He also. was a very good character. I was definitely rooting for him when he started whooping ass at near the end. I was like, "Oh damn, man!" <laughs> he he kind of he, he was he, he was he was awesome. He, he had to die for her because he was getting ready to kill both of them at that one point where he got killed. I think. So. Yeah, it was pretty predictable. I yeah. thought I saw I knew he was going to end up dying, and it was it, but it, st it still didn't. In effect, the emotional because it's good to have a movie where you root for somebody that you don't want to die. And they think, okay, you know he's gonna bite the dust. I still didn't want it to happen, so when it happened, it felt that part felt earned as well because he he didn't he went out strong, and the predator pretty much had to cheat to beat him. Yeah, he went so invisible. Like, okay, I'm yeah. going invisible. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna use my spirit technology. Yeah. Uh, but as much as I'm raving about them, I can't undersell just how badass not only Danny Glover was in Predator Two. But you cannot underscore just how awesome Arnold Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers oh are. Oh, my God, yeah. I yes. think that's what we'll always... And I truly believe that if we're just comparing franchises, the Alien movies, we're just talking Alien 1 through Alien Resurrection. I'm not counting Prometheus or Alien vs. Predator. Those movies are blowing Predator 2, Requiem... Yeah. And predators and predator out the water. You, you can say what you want about alien uh, resurrection, resurrection. That's when it with fell the off. Big old white thing. The uh, half human, half alien. I yeah. still really enjoyed that movie way more than I did the Adrian Brody mess that Tommy's a little soft on. <laughs> but uh, you know how I feel. <laughs> we ain't got to regurgitate this every single time. I'm just gonna say, hey, it the was cast is great, but uh, I really felt. Uh, if you want to see a cast fully utilized, look no further than the Predator. And even though I just said I think the Alien franchise is blowing Predator out the way, pr the original Predator with Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger is my favorite out of all of them. Yeah. And that includes James Cameron's Aliens. I, I love Predator to death, one of the best oh movies God. ever made. Just, just what that team that they had. That team was, was big for, as hell. Yeah, that's damn Football near. and wrestlers out there with, with machines. That's yeah. I that's we couldn't ask for a better G.I. Joe movie. Right. If you want a live action G.I. Joe movie, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. the original prayers is as good as we're ever gonna get. Right. And for them to be scared, the Indian dude he's sitting there holding his little medallion on his neck and something in them trees, Sergeant. And it ain't no man. I mean, like just those things like, no man, man, I'm terrified of this. You know Anytime. what? Anytime. Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sergeant! He starts shooting in the woods and they all come in the line and it just all blasting into nothing. And they come back like, we didn't hit a damn thing. Like that sent chills up my up my arm every time I hear that line. When they realize this this is not a human we're dealing with, yeah. let's get the damn chopper right the fuck now. Get the hell out of here. That's not dig deeper into the woods. It's time to get the hell out of here. This get dude's snatching people here. up into the tree. The, the, the jungle came alive and killed him. Hell, I'm out of here. 
I'm not gonna wait to see what else the jungle is about to do. Yeah. You know, so and yeah, I, I love uh, Carl Weathers, Schwarzenegger just saying, "All right, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta kill it." And yeah. it's pretty much a ten minute montage of them just showing off their muscles. Right. And yeah, yeah, and yeah. they use some of the lines and pray if it bleeds, we can kill it. They, her brother said that, you know, and that's a little. Nah, to the original Predator. I'm glad they didn't yeah. go too far overboard. Yeah, that. because Arnold said that if it bleeds, we can kill it. And it just, that's perfect. You know, I mean, we don't know what the hell it is, but it's bleeding somewhere, you know. So the the mystique of what what was out there was just, it was horrifying for them, you know. So, now, you know. Y- y- y'all ready for a little bit of blasphemy on my end? Oh, God. Because if I had to knock one thing about the Predator that even to this day it still kind of bugs me when I watch the movie over and over again, it felt like they just weren't like evenly matched when you look at the predator like the whole purpose of him coming to different planets is he's trying to make himself a better killer mm-hmm. like that was the whole point of the the well predators movie where he went to the planet you actually learn more about them like what they're trying to accomplish they're trying to evolve themselves and become better killers when i watched the first one it felt like like he was just cheating for like from the get-go he wasn't trying to have a fair fight at all he just kept killing non-stop he felt like he didn't really get competition until arnold finally discovered that he could hide from because he 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 killed the shit out of jesse ventura you got that he shot him from a distance (laughs) never had a chance no the one chance that they did kind of have is when the dude accidentally seen him then he started bucking off shots and all they did was hit him in the leg that was it (laughs) i was like all right they they finally started to get a little bit smarter they started laying traps it felt like everything about that movie was he wasn't he wasn't really trying to compete as far as like being like a better killer. He was yeah. just he was cheating the whole damn time. It, he, it felt like nah, it, it felt like it was off his arm and go he, hand in hand with Arnold. He went hand in hand with Arnold. He was he, like, he, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, popped that. You thing earned off. my respect. Yeah. And to a certain extent, I think he, you're being unfair to the original Predator, Tommy, because you've seen the follow-ups. All that stuff was not established until the sequels. All we saw in the original Predator was an alien ship dropping some little probe off on Earth. And he was getting trophies for himself. Right. So all that extra mystique was all that's pretty much all people knew, me included, until I yeah, saw I the sequel. Know. All you saw this was an alien hunting humans. And that was enough. I didn't need to see the hierarchy and the different uh, the alpha males and, and the predator. Uh, yeah, they lost me with the big predators and the little predator. I, I wouldn't have been so bad if they would have just kept a, just a regular predator coming after them. Now they got the small predator trying to take on these big super predators. Yes, yes. and I, I, they lost Not me. Not everything that one. needs to be fully yeah. explained. Yeah, I thought the the predator gave me just enough to make a great movie. And then in the predators, I mean the the predator, the newer, the one that came out before this. Now hold on, Ryan. When you say in the predator, you talking about like the original Arnold one, yeah, Not, the, original, the predator that came out. Yeah. Recently. Yeah, I'm talking about correct. The, the yeah, Keegan, that was key. Yeah, Keegan, Keegan Michael Key. Yeah. Now this predator is trying to give us technology to beat the big predator again. You know, what I mean, yeah. like, all right, now and I'm this, saying none of that was present. In, that, yeah. my, that's my argument. See, when he first said, "If you had one knock," I thought you're about to say what I always my one knock about that movie. I want to see how the Indian guy died on uh, on that bridge, or I think it was a tree branch. He cuts himself in the chest. Oh, Billy! Yeah, he's the, oh, he's, yeah. he's the only off-screen death in that entire movie. Yeah. And if I did kind of have one pet peeve about this new Prey movie, which it ended up uh, breaking at the second half, but it felt like a lot of the deaths were kind of, they kind of cut away from it for the first half of the movie. There was a you, you they kind of hint at how the person's dead, but they don't fully show it. But it kind of went full throttle. It almost seems like the filmmakers were like. On the fence, we make this PG thirteen mm-hmm. or yeah, R. Yeah. I'm sure it was the corporate. I'm not. I'm sure the filmmaker wanted R, 
but the corporate side it felt like they were kind of offensive they want to go pg-13 r and they just decided r and it's, let's go full throttle throwing some extra blood we'll show these and deals now. they made the predator more nimble he's more athletic looking the fastest the, predator yeah I've seen the yet. biggest that predator in the first two just a big dude in a suit you can't really move like we could you know this dude right could, you know what i mean so they had to have him do a lot more you know, just growling and, you know, putting his hands out like that, which are iconic scenes, but he didn't, you didn't see him going hand to hand with Arnold. He was just punching him, you know what I mean? He did go hand to hand with him, but this predator, he was kicking and, you know what I mean? He was flipping up the axe in his hand and stabbing people with it. This he was doing was, a, this dude was like Tarzan <laughs> in the tree. Yeah, yeah. He was jumping in the trees. We all just imagined that that Arnold predator probably could have done the same, you know, he was, but he, like Tommy said, he did use more of his gadgets. He was invisible. He was shooting the net. He, you know, he was doing a little bit more. He did shoot the net and pray, but he was shooting him with the plasma rifle from far distances and stuff. You know, he blew old dude's head off. He had three little dots on his head. You know, so yeah. and did y'all see the three little dots was moving? He could move it. Yeah, that, that was, was that yeah, was that was great. something yeah. new. Huh? Yeah, did yeah. they always was no, they always he able to do that? You would just see the three little dots, and that was your ass. But he was actually placing them in certain that was sweet. spots. Yeah, that, that was, was real nice. That was dope. So Shooting arrows this time. Yeah, which is... No good. rifles. He yeah. was shooting arrows. Which is good for their time because they didn't have no damn, you know, laser cannons or anything back then. You know, they didn't shoot arrows themselves. So Yeah, I yeah. just I just, I just like the vibe of what they were building up on Prey. Like, he was actually trying to kill, like, hand-to-hand more. Mm. I feel like he did a lot of... I don't know if he want to say he did a lot of hand-to-hand killing in, like, like Predator, the Arnold one, but mostly it was just he came out of nowhere with his invisibility, and then all of a sudden he made quick work out of him. He yeah, killed the first yeah. one out of nowhere. I like to think he killed Billy on that that tree trunk like quickly. He's like, man, fuck you, man, get he, out of my way. I'm thinking Carl, that was hand to hand. Yeah, with Billy. he did Carl Weathers pretty bad, but he saw him coming, but he pulled those spikes out of his damn hand, and yeah, he cheated. He shot his arm. Oh, off. shot his arm off first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, it's like he wasn't really looking for a fight. He just wanted to hurt him and kill him. Like but at this point, we have to just use our imagination that he's established killing humans by now. You know, I mean, like is what they say they come every three hundred years or something like so that. That's why I love the predator because none yeah. of this fan fiction and sequels was there. It was just we knew an alien got dropped off on Earth to kill. Yeah. That's enough for me. I don't need to know about the establishment of the predator race. I'm sure that might make for some good storytelling down the line. It hasn't yet. And this Prey movie got back to basics. All we knew was that an alien got dropped off on Earth <laughs> and was here yeah. to kill. It didn't try to build the alien race of of the Predator. I, I didn't I don't need to I don't need to see the hierarchy of the Predator race. That's just me. That's when the movies work best for me. It, it, and it stuck to basics. Did what I wanted it to do very well, which give me good leads to root for, who were pretty badass, and watch the Predator kick a lot of ass, and that's exactly what I got, and I enjoyed the hell of it. I'm shocked we even got something this good from the Predator yeah, franchise. Well, I'm happy to have it. I have a question for you guys before we move on. What would you rather deal with, uh, a room full of aliens or a room full of or one Predator? If they had said oh, you got 24 hours to live. Predator. But the predators on you or aliens predator. are coming for you. What would predator. you rather? I think the predator's a lot smarter and he's going to be doing a lot more. And you're going to die you a lot faster. The aliens is killing machines, though. Do they don't really do want, nothing. Do you but really kill. want that little baby alien hopping on your face? No, not at all. And <laughs> putting a baby alien. in So your you stomach? say you prefer to be 
hunted down by aliens. No, I prefer to be hunted by a predator just because he's going to kill you quick. And it's over with. You're yeah, dead. He's smarter though. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll kill you fast. The alien, <laughs> you're, you're. There's a chance you're gonna suffer. Even a if lot you kill the alien, if it gets blood on you, you're dead. You exactly. know what I mean? Like you, his blood just, is hot acid. <laughs> it could fall exactly. through your shoe. You're, you're going your through a lot more, more pain. Oh, pain, real nasty pain. He could stab you with his tail. Oh. His mouth can kill you. His claws. Dead serious. And it's it can impregnate a, you. It can impregnate you. Yeah. Now you're just a sacrifice. And something come out of your chest. You got heartburn oh, or something. Yeah. You think you got acid in the chest and a damn alien pop out. You know, pop so. out of your damn chest. Right. So. All right. Before I answer the question, because I like to be the contrarian. <laughs> <laughs> what weapons do I have? Okay. Ooh, good uh, question. I, I, just, I don't know. Because if I'm bare hand, I'm like, all right, man, just, just give me the alien. Right. Just kill me quick. I ain't got time to be taunted. Let's by say you in a scenario <laughs> with Arnold. You got weapons of his of his caliber. <laughs> oh, I got a rail gun. Yeah, okay. let's say you got a minigun or whatever. Or you could be Sigourney Weaver with this, you know, a flare fucking rifle, whatever she had fighting the queen alien. You know what I mean? What, what, what would be more scary, I guess? What would be more terrifying? You know? I would rather go up against an alien, if that was me. I think so, too. I think I can I kill think. an alien. I don't think I can kill a predator. Because, for one, they cloak. Yeah, they invisible. They hide. Is big. Yeah. Like, if he just got me in a room, I'm like, all right, man, just bring the alien in. All right, I'm dead. Let's hurry get it over with. But if, I'm out in the, but if I'm out in the world, like in the woods or something mm-hmm. like that, like, you know what? I can probably take the alien. I'm never going to take the predator. Right. I don't think it'll take me too damn long to realize that I can hide from him with the mud. If I, if I was just cheating and I knew all the information, all right, I'm going to take one of those, yeah. whatever, whatever that herb she had, man, I'm going to hide from it that way. Or yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dip my ass in some mud, man, go hide in a tree somewhere, <laughs> throw grenades or something like that. Right. I'm going to cheat my ass off too. You got to remember the predator's a little more honorable. Yeah, just don't pick up a yeah. gun. You might survive. Yeah, you're going to be taking a piss and you're going to see the, the alien pop out of uh Air vent <laughs> with his stick tail, yeah, it pick you, you up back. and look at you, then bust your <laughs> yeah, head open with his yeah. mouth. You know, Predator kind of lets you know you're being hunted. At right. least he wants you to pick up a gun, so he can <laughs> yeah, go exactly. ahead pick that up. I'll He's not, matter of fact, if you don't pick up anything, <laughs> you're good to go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you're just innocent, then yeah, you have nothing to worry about. No, but and you don't know that though. You don't know true. that he's uh, an honorable hunter. You yeah, know, yeah, you know? true. Yeah, true. and also the angle that I actually took from this and I really didn't think about right up until now now that I hear y'all thoughts about it. I think the real predator in prey was her, not the actual alien. She was more she, like that, huh? she was more the one that was really looking to hunt something that can hunt her. She, she wanted that, that kill yeah. like equally as much as the the predator that's a wanted. Very good point, actually. But she wasn't because ready. the brother was talking to her. Was like, why? Yeah. Why would you want to hunt something that's hunting you? And she was she was definitely going all out for mm-hmm. it. So when she realized what it was, she's like, no, I still want to go after it and kill it. Good insight. Yeah, that huh? is pretty dope. And she kind of flipped it on the alien a little he, bit because yeah. she learned about him. She was like really like baiting him into certain situations. She outsmarted at she the did. end. Yeah, yeah. She, I feel like she really flipped it. I, I actually like that angle of like she like, no, you think you're the predator because she was saying at the end like, like you think I'm weak. You don't think I'm a threat, and that's where you're. That's your biggest mistake because you're wrong. But she kind of played the, on the one part. The predator came up behind her, and she just stood there, and she let the dude have the rifle with no bullet. I feel like the predator was like cool with her, like all right, I'm gonna go with the dude with the gun and kill him. You know what I mean? Because that's what he does. I feel like he just walked right by her. You know what I mean? He wasn't even paying attention to him. She shot him in the back of the head. No, I feel like yeah. like he really couldn't see her, like because she just took that uh, 
that stuff. So technically, she was invisible, and she heard it coming up behind her. She's like, "Nope, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lure him in so yeah. I can get him at an angle so I can actually shoot him." Oh, yeah, and he that, take he, his he mask couldn't, off. He couldn't see her. No, he couldn't see her because yeah, she took that, that right before his... he came down. She heard him coming. She's like, "Oh, uh, that, that was after she realized that. Hey, I didn't know that. Like he can't see me. I he can only see I you because he literally, she literally set a trap to kind of." Get the predator where she wanted, so she could shoot him. And take I didn't know that. I thought yeah. she just didn't have a weapon, and he saw dude pointing that damn gun. Yeah, because that's why she set up the mask and everything on that spot where the mud was, okay. where she got trapped. Like she yeah. literally set a trap for him. She did. Yeah. She really flipped it on him. Well, and she actually became the predator. She watched how that mask operated when they were in that little circle, and the brother was fighting him. She saw yeah, how because he she was saw using that mask was on the ground after yeah. some, after somebody knocked it off, and they kept shooting at the same spot with yeah. the, yeah. the red dot. So yeah. she caught on pretty fucking fast. Yeah, because he saw that thing hit him in the head. Oh, you bitch. Pow. Hit him right in the head. You he know? didn't like so that shit. He didn't like that at all. So. No, I, I like it because it felt like a flip. She's like, no, I'm the real predator. Like, this yeah. is my planet. You're playing my game right now. I, 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 I didn't look at it like that. But she, uh, good, good, and that she, good insight. She didn't seem like she was worthy enough because, you know, she, the women are supposed to cook and get medicine and stuff like that. Yeah, she was definitely yeah. riding around with that chip on her shoulder like, right. no, y'all think that I can't hunt. I gotta yeah. go out and prove myself. Right. I was like, I, I get it. I totally get it. Come back with the Predator's head. That's gonna get you some brownie points for sure in the camp there. They're gonna be uh, on yeah. her beads. I don't know. Like, I was wondering how they was going to react to that head being dropped down. I was like, what the hell? This ain't no lion. This ain't no bear. Water buffalo. Matter of fact, take your ass back where you came from. Where the hell you get this shit? Green blood. And oh I, was, I still think that bear scene was was like one of the dopest scenes I've seen in the Predator movie, where he like he lifted above his head and he saw like <laughs> that the, was pretty damn blood. Awesome. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, the dog was running cool his ass, ass off from the bear. I was, I was a good oh, sequence. The bear got whooped. Yeah, that CGI on that scene. I don't know why other fucking streaming networks can't get like good quality like CGI like that. That was pretty damn dope. It, what they did right there. It was it was okay. The bear, I the, when he bear actually got impaled and lifted the air looked good. The bear in movement chasing them and them and the dog, it wasn't that scene. I thought that was one of the He few. did punch the shit out of the bear. The bear run, pow! He just broke his neck real quick. <laughs> yeah, and that is a, that's a nice battle. You know, he's big as hell fighting a bear. That's pretty dope to see. He fucked that wolf up pretty good, too. Yeah. And then, so I thought that was pretty dope. It's like everything he kept going against, like, they kind of got... They kind of got to him just a little bit. He started to learn just a little bit more about and, being, like, more... The, right. And these yeah. things that he's... Or are hunters themselves, snake... Wolf are all predators themselves. Bear, these are all predators that he's uh-huh. fighting. So you know, so uh, you could be right. She could have been the predator in this instinct. And he was like, "Ah, damn, this bitch hard." You know what I mean? So I just she was tore these dudes up because they throwing sticks and shit at me. And he got the French dudes. Now, did you watch? I had subtitles on my TV. Did they ever say what the French guys were saying? No, they never said. Yeah, that. Okay, I wanted to. Know I what thought that was kind of weird. Yeah, because they do have like a Comanche dub. Mm-hmm. Version of this okay. movie on Hulu. I didn't watch that one. I don't know if they actually gave you subtitles for the French people talking. Yeah, but I, I thought really... we missed out on that on the initial. They building. didn't show what they said. It just says speaking French and then show what they're saying in French, but not relating to no, that's good English. No, yeah, I thought yeah. the copy I had was not hundred percent accurate. I thought for sure they would have subtitles. For yeah, them. they never said what they were saying. But they did. they did. They were just they are. Did they know about the predator already? It felt like they did yeah. because they said they, they were said hunting something and yeah. they were. They were showing her like some stuff, like "Hey man, I like I know you've seen this," and they showed yeah, her like yeah. a leaf with like the blood and everything yep. on it. It felt uh, me personally. I like that they weren't giving subtitles to the to the French actors because it makes us read the emotions of them more than the actual mm-hmm. words. Because oh, I think yeah. we get so caught up in their words 
like their emotion, like like face acting, so to speak, like just emotionally, like physically acting like that, where you have to like read them, try to figure out what the hell's going on. I felt like that was more impactful than reading some text on the screen. Right. And them loading the, the musket loaders and shit. And that was to, funny. He's just looking like, oh, okay. They all shot at the same time. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Powder. Pack it down. I was Hell like, yeah. Give us about 10 minutes, Predator. Uh, we'll be right back. Great little scene. And I like how the Predator was taking his time. He's like, huh. <laughs> Damn. Y'all, y'all, y'all take forever to shoot me. Like, even when that dude pulled out his knife, he looked at him real quick. He's like, for real? Yeah. You see how fast he was moving through the field when they were running? I was, was like, yeah. I was like, who is this? Who's saying both? <laughs> like, why serious. is he so fast? Oh, that would be a nightmare. Oh, my God. You can't even outrun him, you know. He's big as hell moving like that through the woods. He was tight. And she got lucky right there because she fell in that trap. And he picked up the chain. It's like, ah, I ain't going to, you know, I'll, I'll Yeah, because it's showing, like, he, he doesn't hunt like that. Uh-uh, like, he, he doesn't want to kill something yeah. that's already, like, wounded. wounded it's yeah. easy to kill. He, like, he want to earn to kill. Yeah. Like, I respect that. And she told her brother that, like, he don't hunt like that. He doesn't hunt. He, he doesn't hunt the way you think, you know. So, that's, that, it was good. It was really good. Her so. brother was a good Carl Weathers to her Schwarzenegger. Yeah, for sure. Her brother was... That, that guy. Yeah, Although, but unlike Carl, Carl Weathers, he actually got some licks in. Carl uh, Weathers kind of got him into the shit in the first place because he lied about why they were out there. You know, yeah. Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger got pissed off. You know, and then Carl, well, he didn't want to help with the traps. He, oh, this is rat in the cheese. You're going to use cheese next? Oh, well, this is dumb. And for the longest, Carl Weathers just thought it was soldiers out there. I mean, no goddamn demon. Lizard <laughs> out there. There's a couple of two, guys. Two or three guys at <laughs> most. Bullshit. Hell yeah. <laughs> he didn't believe until Mac pointed at him in the tree and he saw him. And he was, oh, shit. I got a score. Him and Mac up. got it really oh, bad. Oh, real bad. Ooh. I felt sorry for both oh, of them. Oh, he got his head exploded. Ooh. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I'm just going to say on Prey, definitely top two movie of the year for me oh, yeah. thus far. Yeah. This One of the movie, best movies of the year for sure. Like you guys it was said, incredible. I can't believe this was uh, Hulu. I, I wish this was in a the theater, you know. I'm glad we got to see it in this you know, way, but Yeah, I kept like hearing people Hulu. like on message me like, man, I ain't got Hulu. I was like, damn, you ain't got no Hulu? Yeah. I'm, you ain't got no Hulu when you're Serato? What's going on? <laughs> Come on, it's only seven ninety nine. They give you better quality than the fucking Netflix. They and just put out some shit. They put all the Predators on Hulu. All yes. of them. Every last really? one. Yep. That was dope. That yeah, was dope. Yeah. I, I like seeing that. As soon really as they get wish. like a lick on one movie, they sit out, They put out the whole catalog. Yeah, so they, like, go watch you can Predator 2, yeah, yeah. whatever, in the original one. Predators, sure. Predator 2, The Predator, Predator, Arnold, everything. Let me give you all a heads up. Any listeners out there, if this is your first experience to Predator, take our word for it. Predator 1 and 2 are good. Everything else y'all see is gonna be shit. Calm down, that's your opinion. <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen to me. So y'all. if you see a movie with Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> and the guy from the 2005 King Kong movie, it, Adrian Brody, gonna be good. Or 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 or, or the current Blade. <laughs> All right, we 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 should we we shouldn't be taking a stand. I understand, <laughs> but remember, Ryan, me and you like malignant. Yeah. Somebody in this that room is doesn't. True. Right. That is you, true. You like what you like, but I'll just say just to help support like cinema. Go out and watch it. Form your own opinion. Because I have heard people say they did like the Predators movie. Is it, I mean, a lot of people say it's it wasn't Alien bad. versus Predator and Alien versus Predator uh, Requiem are the two that I absolutely hate. I hate those two. And movies. that might be why I'm so let down with Adrian Brody Predators. Because that actually you're coming had, off a bad movie that came out recently. That and positive feedback online. Uh, the online hype. I was expecting to see something great. Yeah. 
I mean, they were hyping this movie up. The reviews were great for this movie coming in. I saw a highlight of it. It was when the Predators start to uh, reveal themselves. They were all, like, standing there, and the little bird predator thing land on their shoulder. Like, oh, my God, this is going to be great. And we watched. I remember we watched it when we were living together there, right? It was like, what the hell is this shit? You know what I mean? Like, the dude from the 70s show was in there. Like, ah. Nah, he was a bright spot. He he actually did pretty good. He's a great, he played a great slime ball in that. Yeah, Yeah, he, he was good in that. Yeah, I think that's. I better. like how that didn't reveal itself until the end. It was like, yeah. why, why the fuck is this doctor here? He don't even fit in. Because yeah. Adrian Brody was saying in the movies, like, like they're all like are all heavy hitters. He doesn't belong. Yeah, so he, he was probably the worst of the one worst. Of the worst of the whole bunch. He just played them the whole time, and it seemed like he was just out of place. You know? Yeah. So, and if there's one bright spot, um, I forget the actor's name, but he's always plays a important role. So that's the only time. Herschel Ali, because um, he was in Predators. He was. The and guy that the, actually got his spine ripped out while he was still alive. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. I know he was in like Django Unchained. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yes, he plays a justified, just annoying character. <laughs> yeah. he's always like that. A side mo- that was the one good scene of that movie, and if, I wish it could have lived up to that. That was freaking incredible. Snatch his spine out like yeah, nothing. If he doesn't snatch his spine, it's a waste of a predator. <laughs> yeah, and usually then, they're dead when it happens. And Loris Fishburne died. For weird, he's just waste. running down the hallway. Oh, he's there's like, a lot of light skinned, struggling black actors. <laughs> like, I've been looking for you role. for five seasons. Finally found me, big dog. Huh? Pow, bloop. He <laughs> used the word big dog. Yeah, he said, like, oh. This movie sounds worse than I remember. <laughs> you finally found me, huh? He big called dog. the Predator Big Dog. Oh, you gotta watch it again with an open mind. Okay? <laughs> this sounds and worse than I remember. Three different Predators. In the, well, the, I ain't even gonna say when he started fighting a Japanese dude and he pulls out a sword and they both got swords. Like, all right, now was, let's have a sword fight here, right here and right now. Oh, you know? and of course we're gonna make it look like a samurai fight. We're cut, <laughs> cutting the score off. Got the grass blowing left and right. <laughs> this looks Japanese, right? Let's have a Japanese. And all right, this, y'all giving me a complex. I'm, right. Just well, I was got one more thing. Y'all that's, ain't gonna talk me off of this list. <laughs> that's one movie that always stood out for me. Where there's a part in the previews that not is not in the actual movie. The most recent I can think of is this most recent Jurassic World Dominion, which is the worst of the franchise. But every damn commercial I saw, I saw Jeff Goldblum say. Why do they always got to go bigger? Yeah, that wasn't in the movie. It was not in the movie. That Predators trailer had one shot that pretty much sold me and said, I got to see this. We know those three red dots the Predator has. Oh, when they had all those beams on Adrian Brody. It had about ten of them on Adrian Brody. That was not in the movie. It wasn't. It wasn't. That always stood out to me for some reason. I remember that, too. I do like that. That was a great shot. It was kind of funny. He was like, I've been out here this whole time. You don't think I thought of commandeering the alien ship? You know, just sitting out here like, you think you could fly it? Who you think you are? You know, he was just talking to Adrian Brody. Like, how you think you could fly the fucking ship? How you think? I've been out here for like 10 seasons or something. I haven't thought about that. Yeah, right. You know, it was just funny how he was saying it. And then he was, this is my house. You don't think you could come in here? I got enough food for you. It was. He kind of had this complex where he was talking to himself. I thought that was pretty cool because you would have go crazy out there. But I didn't expect to see him with a Predator helmet on, cloaking and the shit, with the cloaking device on. I didn't expect that. You know, they would have easily found his ass with the technology that he got, you know, so. You uh, wasted Lawrence Fishburne and Danny Trail. He got whooped movie. quick. Danny Trail got beat on the first death. Yeah, that was, yeah. Bad. that was so bad. I, I, I'm glad you enjoyed it more than I did, Tommy. Yeah. I'm, I'm jealous, actually. I'm actually very jealous because I wanted to love that movie. 
Well, I enjoy it. You like what you like, man. You like what you like. And for some reason, I seem to like a lot of bad original movies. That's all right. That's totally fine. I don't feel ashamed. I don't feel bad about it. It's like, it is what it is at this point. So, yeah, we're going to move on from that before y'all talk me off my ledge. And I start to move (laughs) walking like, man, maybe it ain't right. Maybe I am wrong. Maybe Predator does suck. And I was like, no, I'm going to stand in my truth and I'm going to hurt hold down firm on the fort of like predators and the predator are entertaining movies and y'all should go watch them but you know neither here nor there uh, aside from that uh other new releases uh i saw bullet train uh this past weekend and i have to admit brad pitt still has it man brad pitt still can he can still put out a good movie not quite on that tom cruise level but he still makes a very entertaining movie and i'm still very impressed with him as an actor and even him late in this state in his career like being like an action star still i have to say this was a pleasant surprise i was a little bit skeptical i just watched it because it was like the only new release that came out this week and it actually looked like it was pretty decent i'll say this was probably like a seven out of ten seven out of ten for me brian tyree henry he was a bright spot for that and uh aaron taylor johnson whatever his name is uh he was quicksilver in the marvel uh universe mm-hmm. for a hot bit before they killed him off too soon he was another bright spot too, and uh, yeah, I didn't think, even know he's in the movie. Yeah, I just, I, I think this was a very, very, very good movie. It was very entertaining, and I enjoy watching Brad Pitt still doing his thing at this stage of his career. I, what are the? I'm starting to wonder when that era is going to come in, where our all of our our quintessential movie stars from like the 80s and 90s start to like fade away. We have like this new regime of action stars. Or actors that's taking their place. And I feel like Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise, George Clooney, they like holding on for dear life. They pushing all the new guys away. Denzel. <laughs> it's like, man, y'all do not want to share. They're all, y'all thrown mm-hmm. for nothing. Like, y'all still putting out quality work. And I'm, they really are. I, I, I think this is a great, a great thing that we're still keeping our stars. And Brad Pitt is definitely one of those guys that's aging very well. So good for you. Most of this. Most of the people from his demographic that's been coming up, they they all fell off, unfortunately. Old age. Yeah. Don't stay in shape like he is. It's unfortunate things. But, yeah, Brad Pitt, salute to you, man. You put out a great movie, and I enjoyed myself. And like I said, Brian Tyree Henry is in it. Very entertaining. He's he's very charismatic. And he no matter what scene I see him in, he he's always memorable. And I like that about an actor, that you don't have a lot of screen time, but you definitely make the most out of your screen time to make the movie more impactful and be memorable in it. So, yeah. Have, have you seen the new Child's Play? The newer one? I did watch that one. I think he was like the detective or something like that. next door to him. He was the detective living with Are you guys mom. talking yeah. about the movie or the show? The uh, Child's Play, the remake the that remake they made probably about a few years ago. They that. had uh, the Joker. Uh, not the Joker. Uh, uh, yeah, he played the jo- his voice. Uh, what's Mark, Mark Hamill from... Uh, Luke he Skywalker. Was? Oh, he, he was. He was the voice of Chucky. And yeah. that Chucky about, remake, that yeah. was Mark Hamill? That was Mark yeah. Hamill, yeah. Good. I'm glad he's still getting work. Yeah, I mean, he... Well, he gonna get his residual checks off Joker alone, so yeah, he, he, he good. Yeah, he played the Joker's voice in the cartoons, right? Yeah. 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 90s cartoons, yes. Yeah. yeah, did a great job. Yeah, A great job. Yeah, so... Yeah. Shout out to Tommy for paying to see bullet train in the theaters um i tried my best to go to, saw i, I saw drive-in? that at the i saw that at the drive-in with okay. my family and of course you know 
<laughs> Wife be knocked out. <laughs> you know, we might have to put her and Lacey in the same room so you're going to fall asleep faster. <laughs> like, who's going to fall asleep fast? I got $10 on, on Lacey because I think Holly be hanging on for dear life. It depends on the movie. If it's a thriller or has suspense, she can hang on a lot longer. She'll like that. But if it's one of these action movies like Predator, she would have been asleep. As soon as he landed in that ship, he would have been knocked out. As soon as, as soon as it came on and she was talking to the dog, Lacey would have been asleep. As soon as I said I was going to watch that, was she disgraced? Oh, hell no, I wouldn't watch that shit. Like, come on, man. You're disgracing. I haven't even seen any other Predators yet, you know? Uh, See, you know what? You know what? Let, let, let's just take some time out to appreciate our women. You know how badly they got to love us to sit down and try to watch a movie with us, even though they know they're not going to stay away from yeah. it? Like, they, <laughs> they, they give it a good old try for, like, the first ten minutes. The next thing you know, you look over and bam, they knocked yeah. out. Like, they just had, like, like, like Benadryl. It's like what what is going on? I appreciate you you love me so much that you want to come to the movie with me, but I know you want to spend time with me. But for sure. this is this is how I like to spend my time yeah. by actually watching the movie. So me. I just want to say, Lacey, my wife, like thank y'all for trying to put up with us, our savant ass, <laughs> watching these movies, watching all these action movies because y'all hey. definitely put us through. I don't know about how your woman is. Oh, but- before I got in this current relationship, I do want that brought a good memory. Uh, there was a girl I was dating back at the time. What movie did she drag you to? Tell us. I, I, I got to build it up first. Okay. I drug her to the 2008 Rambo. Damn. Which, why? Um, you, I wanted, you to, wanted see, to not get ass that night? I, I, it, it paid off. She actually enjoyed it. She actually surprised. Wow. She's, that's not her movie. She drug me. Into Lady in the Water. Have you guys seen Lady in my show? No. Is that the one with a Paul Giamatti or something like that? Yes. No, I had no desire to watch that movie. And it even has a girl from Jurassic World, Ron Howard's daughter. I have heard of it, but I never seen it. Oh, Bryce Dallas. It was a horror movie? It, it was of, sold as a horror I movie. I remember that. But it's like it a thriller, not, suspense kind of movie or whatever. I remember seeing the trailer oh and I was like, nah, I'm going to in a swimming pool or some shit. So, yeah. They're in a hotel. Yep, I remember it. Sucks. So, and Paul Giamatti is an American treasure, but good Lord, that movie sucks so bad. I, I, I'm, I'm an M. Night Shyamalan fan for the most part, but I can't vouch for that shit. She was dying to see that. And even she said that was garbage. She said it was crap, but I will never forget. I'm, if I have a pet peeve, I'm not a big fan of people putting their feet up on seats at the movie theater. Yeah, that's disrespectful. I, I, I am. She did it with heels on. I had no problem at all. <laughs> that is not so bad. That was not bad at all. I have a tendency to try not to. I, I, I want to do it because I don't know what to do with my feet sometimes. Like, I can't. I either cross my legs. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. I, don't make me call you out, Sean. I've been to a lot of movies with you. Oh, yeah. I you do are it. the feet up king. Oh, I try not to. You are You are actually happy nobody's sitting in front yeah, of us. Yeah, please don't know that nobody's sitting <laughs> yeah, in front of us. That's, that's why I like Regal so much. <laughs> I, I need a recliner. Yeah, I got to do something with my feet, man. I can't just... <laughs> Now, when I get intense, as a moment, the movie gets intense, I'll sit up and I'll be on the edge of my seat, like literally on the edge of my seat. But when it's a yeah, I seen part, you do that during yeah. Nope. I was like, damn, man, yeah. you really getting into yeah, this? Yeah, because shit. I gotta, I, I feel the the something's going on. You know, what I mean, I gotta get closer and concentrate more. But when I don't, I, I like, damn, I get a little antsy. You know, what I mean, I don't know what to do with myself sometimes. You know, when the movie's just flat or some downtime, I, I like, damn, I don't know what to do with myself. But once I get tuned in and I get into the movie, I sit all the way up. So I can't just sit back the entire time. I start getting, I got to get, you know, right on the edge of my seat. So 
Yeah, well, I'm sorry right. for your wasted time. <laughs> Watching Lady in the Water. It was bad. In theaters. Oh, I did. I paid for myself and a date. Ugh. God Ugh. bless. What God you, you bless. You take one for the team that night. I did. Okay. Yeah, she wouldn't saw Rambo. Shout out to her yeah. for that. That's yeah. why I don't really feel bad about, you know, movies that my wife goes to because I don't drag her along. Most of the time, she invites herself, and I'm thinking, like, you know what? I'm about to go uh, watch uh, uh, Predators over there at AMC. She's like, oh, uh, well, where are we going? I'm like, huh? What? What'd you say? You you want to go? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I think we can have, like, a little date night. You know, go watch Predators. Go watch, you know, go eat something. I was, I was like, but it's Predators. Because I, when I say a movie, I'm, I'm expecting her to tap out. Then she comes in. She watches the movie. She's like, yeah, this is, like, so gory. I'm like, Duh. Predators, hello. <laughs> this ain't Lady in a Tramp. Like, yeah. what you want this to be? <laughs> the, the only movie that I know she really enjoyed, and we both were on the same page, was The Black Phone, where she's like, all right, I'm glad we saw that. Usually it's just like, yeah, I didn't really want to see that, but I went because you wanted to go. With The Black Phone, she came out like, yeah, thanks for taking me to see that. I, I like that. And so it's been few and far between, but that's the only one I can remember where she was like this Candyman. She liked Candyman. She liked Candyman. She liked Candyman. But it's what about Candy the Batman? I think I met y'all there for the Batman. She liked it, but it wasn't like I gotta see that. I'm, you know, she was. It was. It was more me. She stayed awake for half of that. She started to fall asleep. Both of y'all were asleep. Yeah, I beat her to the punch. Yeah, on that. yeah. But, that was uh, a rough week for me. The that black phone. She was. I haven't seen her in that in tune in something in in a long time or ever to be honest with you she was really in tune with the black phone so that was a very good movie yeah, i was i was very impressed with that oh, one. Yeah, that was great black phone was very good yeah. all right so yeah she has she still has decent taste in movies oh yeah she yeah. doesn't like action no we got well, that she'll watch horror though but it, it it can't be like you know um the michael myers type of horror it has to be something realistic I guess Michael Myers could be. It has to be oh, something. So like, she, don't breathe. Yeah, or don't like breathe. That. She did like that. Candyman. She for some reason she liked that. It was a little more down to earth. You know, not the Jason Voorhees or Freddy's or anything. You know. So. Well, shit. Halloween, like Halloween ends. Like hell, she probably won't be able to. Yeah, really yeah. like that one. So. And to be honest with you, I don't think she was ever a movie person in the first place. I just they didn't grow up like that. You know, she didn't go to the movies often. You know. So. Oh, so she's just going for you. Yeah, right, basically. Yep, yeah. My, my wife does the same yep. thing. Now, you guys you guys went and saw Nope and IMAX, right? Yes, yeah. you did. I got a flat tire. I was hoping to see it with y'all that same showing. That is still, to this day, and maybe my memory's not what it used to be, but I've never seen where they actually show the Red Band trailers before a movie in the theater, including R-rated movies. You know what the Red Band trailers are where they include blood and cussing? Sometimes nudity stuff you only see online. Yeah, I do see that from time. Well, I I've guess, never like, seen Dead, it in Deadpool will be technically a red band trailer. They um, had a, they had a red band. Well, they actually like show like heads being decapitated and shit in the trailer. That they technically call that a red band yeah. trailer, so to speak, when it's too gory. Yes, they were. Sh- they showed uh, the bullet train with cussing left and right. Um, it, it was shocking to me. I had never seen that in a movie theater before. Right. I, to my memory, the Red Band shows even at R-rated showings, that's usually online only. I, that was a little bit shocking to me. I just wanted to throw that in there. Sorry, but yeah, um, I really enjoyed the Oppenheimer trailer for sure. Uh, they showed that before. Nope, that Christopher Nolan movie looks great. Um, I'm gonna be, you know, mildly, mildly uh, skeptical about that one. I'm gonna hold that one, you know, in reserve. As far as I need, I need to see a little bit more. 
Like it was a nice little teaser of a trailer, but I need to see what else they got in store for us because for um, a movie, Killian Murphy, he's he's a good actor. He's he's a very good actor, but uh, to make a movie exciting where you're just about scientists brainstorming in a room, that's about as exciting of a trailer as you can get. Because yeah, at the end of the day, these are just a whole bunch of smart people trying to figure out how to make the most powerful weapon in the world. Uh, if you can make that exciting, shout out to you. Um, before we move on, next topic, I think I saw something both you guys need to watch. Kevin Hart produced a documentary series, which is showing on Showtime. Uh, if we, I don't think he, any one of us have a Showtime subscription. I think you should add this to your Blu-ray or digital collection catalog. It is called um, Right to Offend the Black... Uh, uh, it, it, it's called The Right to Offend. It, it's a documentary about uh, the history of black comedians and pretty much black entertainers in the in the industry. It has interviews with a lot of old school comedians and the current top dogs of the game. It is absolutely fascinating to see just how tough it was for a lot of people in the industry. It, it's it's well worth watching. Please seek this out. It's called The Right to Offend, The History of Black Comedy, produced by Kevin Hart. It's uh, a two-part series, each episode. So it's a total of four hours. It's a four-hour documentary. And you'll see uh, modern comedians on there. So you're going to see Cat Williams and Tiffany Haddish. But you're also going to see a lot of uh, old school comedians as well. I think both y'all appreciate that very much. That's that's one of Kevin Hart's best things he's ever did is getting this documentary made. It, cool. it's, it's amazing. Oh, okay. highly recommend. Seek that out at all costs. That's going to probably be. I'm going to put it on. It counts documentaries, counts movies. This will probably be on my top ten list at the end of the year. The right to offend. Damn, Damn it's man. great. Sounds good. All right, well, I'm gonna take your word for that one. All right, now as far as new trailers that came out, have have both of y'all seen the new She-Hulk trailer? That actually looks not too bad. I just the, see the that. trailers yeah. keep getting better to me. Yeah. I'm still I'm still being a little bit skeptical, even though I saw like a little glimpse of Daredevil in one of them. I was like, all right, finally, you're bringing that stuff back into the universe. Love what you're doing right there. But I have to say, since I was so underwhelmed with the last two shows. The the Mrs. Marvel show was just it was cool. The Moon Knight I I, I wasn't a fan of. I, I didn't like that one too much. But I'm hoping that they have something a little bit better in store because they're bringing back you know of course um, Mark Ruffalo his whole character. They bring him back um, Abomination. I thought that was a good I thought that was a good call right there. Bring him back into the mix. I actually see what the hell's going on. Daredevil's supposed to be in there. I hear there's another appearance from another one. I I hear there might like fit Punisher in there some way somehow. I'm not sure how exactly that's going to work out, but you know what? I'll keep my fingers crossed. I'll just say that I like how they they improved the first trailer from the second trailer because the first one looked really really goofy, like Ang Ang Lee kind of mm. goofy, like that that whole uh, Incredible Hulk uh, movie that came out that where which to... I, it, 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 the Ang Lee movie. It's, it's it should be Banner. watched by anybody. And Nick Nolte, that movie sucks so bad, but the previews made it look incredible. I it remember did. when they showed him throw that tank during one of those Super Bowls uh, the year before it came out. I was like, I cannot wait to see this. That they did not deliver what was advertised. No, they 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 really shit at the bed on that one. So. Big time. 
Yeah, so there, therefore, that movie doesn't exist. We're not going to talk about that. But yeah, she was starting to look like that Hulk. So the fact that they're trying to fix that, they dialed back on the green a little bit to make it look a bit more realistic compared to what Hulk is. It's like, all right, that's a little bit better. So yeah, I want to say I'm, I'm, I'm skeptical. I think it comes out with the next couple of weeks. They're going to start showing that show on Disney Plus. But yeah, I'll just say, hey, watch at your own expense. <laughs> Be skeptical like I am. Hopefully, they give you something pretty good. Uh, another trailer that came out. I can't remember exactly what it was. It was, um, damn, I feel like there was another big trailer that came out that I totally missed. Y'all see anything new? I think we talked about the, uh, the Korean War black pilot movie. Yeah. Or something. Oh, is that the one with, uh, Jonathan Majors? Mm -hmm. Kang from Loki. And the the other guy that was in the the Top Gun Maverick movie. Yes, yep. That was one of the best trailers I've seen all year. That looks pretty good. It absolutely does. That looks pretty damn good. I I definitely want to go watch that as soon as I can because, you know, Jonathan Majors, I am a big fan of his. I'm hoping that he has nothing but, you know, great things in store for For me, the highlight of uh, your beloved Loki show, the highlight. Oh, Kang coming out? (laughs) Yeah, I I was not. I kept hearing about this Kang and what I got blew me away. I loved his version of Kang and that. And. Apparently that's the title of one of the new Avengers movies. You see all that? The uh Yeah. Marvel? It's like uh, the if, King he's, if he's gonna be the new big bad guy, he is a very formidable bad guy. They told yeah, he told him, he's like, Yeah, you haven't seen the worst of me. If you think I'm bad, wait till you see the worst of me that comes. What about um I saw they got the John Wick four stuff coming out. What do you think about that? that? I, yeah. I hate, they, they had a preview for that. Actually, they got footage of that. Oh, really? Yeah, they had like a, a little teaser that came out. I think they showed that. Uh, I think they showed that in uh, one of the movies that I went Comic to Comic Con. They showed it in theater? Yeah, I seen one. Oh, nice. Like, like yeah. a bullet train came out, and I saw that one come up. I was like, oh, fuck, John Wick is coming out. Yeah, yeah hell yeah. So, yeah, that, that looks pretty damn good, even though it was a short uh, trailer for that one. But I thought, damn. Keanu Reeves really is going to keep doing these damn movies because he keeps putting out good product. He does. We are not going to let him stop making movies anytime soon. Keep making this. Don't go back to the Matrix. You you tried that. Didn't go, didn't go well. Keep doing this. We're going to forgive you. We're going to support you for the rest of your career. And another thing that's been coming up that I keep forgetting about is the House of Dragon uh, Game of Thrones spinoff. I, I have yet to act because one, I just... I really didn't have any interest in seeing a prequel of that. Neither was so I. Let, let me know what your impressions are. I'll probably I'll probably watch it just because you turned me into a what is it a, a got a gotti is that what they're called the gots. <laughs> the gots yeah. I know they I didn't like, know that was a word. I did not know that. Yeah, for all y'all Game of Thrones, uh, or whatever. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yo, hey, I have to say that yo, thanks to Ryan, I am a massive fan of Game of Thrones. I love that show even though I wasn't the biggest fan of the last season. But anything that's a spinoff of that, I feel like I have to watch it. I feel like it's an obligation at this point to watch it because once it's a big show like that, I have to see what else y'all have a spinoff of. It's kind of like a, like a, anything that's Harry Potter related, like a, all those movies that came after that, Fantastic Beasts, I feel like I had to go watch that. All the the Hobbit movies, I feel like I had to go watch that as soon as you became a, a Lord of the Rings fan. It's, see, once you yeah, give us yeah. spinoffs... You kind of like buy into the goodwill of all the fans that support you to say, hey, we're making something else. If you love that, come watch this. It's like, like, ugh, fine, whatever. Like, you feel like you're being forced to finish your dinner even though you was already full. It's like, all right, I'm going to watch this. We're going to see what you got. And I'm, I'm not too excited because I hate the last season so much, but I'm going to muscle through this one as much as <laughs> yeah, I can. That, that was, I don't think you could describe 
my experience of walking into the Rise of Skywalker or that third Hobbit movie than what you just described for <laughs> trudging through those Harry Potter spinoffs. That's my I was my I was like, okay, I've invested enough. I bought the paid money for the previous ones. I'll just finish it out. Don't let me down. Yeah, um, I hate when they do that where they're just buying into our. They're, they're, they know they got. They're a, pulling they, all the heartstrings. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. the nostalgia of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they know they got a certain fan base's money, no matter what. They show a couple good images up there. They got your money, no matter what. <laughs> yeah, like they like they did with Prey, but they actually put yeah. out a really good movie. They actually did, and it's kind of like, damn, you got us. You hooked us, they and we're, us, I didn't, we went for it. Yeah, because we didn't think it was going to be anything. I remember us disgraced. We all disgraced that. Like, I, I absolutely thought when I first saw those films, I thought it was going to be like, oh, this is just a throwaway. This on yeah. Hulu is not coming out in theaters. They have no faith in it. It's going to be trash. And the biggest Predator fan of them all, Sean, you were disgracing it the most. Yeah, because I didn't. I couldn't imagine. Like, ah, oh, shit. Because of what they, they've been doing. I don't doing. blame you. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, I don't blame you at all. They haven't done anything to me, now I know time to like the Predator. We're not gonna get into that, but I was. I, this didn't look good. They surprised the shit out of me. So. I didn't think there was any life left in that. I'm, I'm yeah. shocked we got anything half as good as we got with Prey. Yeah, because we we were disgracing as soon as they said Disney had they. They're Disney? What the hell are they doing with Predator? They actually did a good job. So I'm pretty sure. They, Wait, Disney owns Hulu? Yeah, they own. Yeah, they own the rights to Predator, don't they? They bought. I own Fox. They do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. they own Fox. Yeah. So I think it still came out of like the Fox umbrella, but yeah, you know, you, you know who it is. Like, yeah. 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 But Disney's been notorious for that. I, they, um, what for a while they were working with Michael Bay. Uh, believe it or not, Armageddon is a Disney production. I am not making that up. Those hmm. those. Wait, old, it is. Yes. Whatever that. Ah, oh, it's been so long. It's been over twenty years now. There's a production studio that made a lot of media. I like Armageddon, mind you. But if you think Armageddon and uh, what's your boy Nicolas Cage movie uh, with the cars, they were stealing all those cars. Had oh, Gone in 60 Seconds. Yes, there's those. Oh, that's why it's on Disney. All right, that makes more sense. There's I was, a, I was wondering why distort- it was on Disney. Whatever that production company is that comes on before, my, I forget the name of it. But uh, Disney Jerry owns Brockheimer because he does a lot of movies with Michael Bay, so it wouldn't surprise me if he was part of it. Yeah, uh, he, he was behind those two movies I just named. What the hell is that, them? I'm going to I'm have to look at it. It'll come to me. It'll come to me. But, yeah, Disney has definitely has produced R-rated content before, just where they use a lower company to put before the credits. Uh, they're, they're not going to show that Disney castle bef- before Armageddon just because they know it's going to turn off their adult fan base. But, yeah, it's, it was now the new. But I, I really hope uh, they put some good smart people in the 26th century Fox branch and keep this going and keep Ridley Scott away from aliens. I'm sorry. You had your chance with Prometheus. <laughs> Damn. That was terrible. Don't just stay away. And this movie is terrible. I Noah. <laughs> this movie, I paid to see this in the theater. This movie was crap. Oh, is that what this is? Yes. This uh, movie sucked so bad. Oh, I'm sorry for all you listeners right now. Uh, we're watching the movie Noah in the background right now. And I have to admit, yeah, this movie was not good at Straight all. Straight garbage. Now, this is one that has Russell Crowe in it, right? Yeah, Russell Crowe. Yeah, yeah this was very disappointing. I remember very. I, I remember I got this from Blockbuster. One of the first ones to get it. I was like, man, there's a lot of copies here, man. What the hell's going <laughs> on? I was like, oh, shit. That's why there's a lot of copies here. Ain't nobody want to watch this nonsense. But, yeah, this was one of the bigger disappointments. And, once again, it has an annoying kid in it. 
Damn, I don't remember. I remember bits and pieces of it. Yeah, you want to make a movie bad really quick, man. Just put like an annoying kid character in the damn mm-hmm. movie where we Kelly. all hate him. Make us hate a kid. That's how you really piss off fans. Make it us hate a kid. Oh, yeah. I think I've already expressed my displeasure with the Obi-Wan series. Yeah. They steered me right off the track from the first episode. <laughs> Good Lord. No, well, it bees like that sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> Hollywood doesn't learn from their own mistakes. They want to, hey, we're going to keep doing this. We're going to make you love this kid. He's like, nope, we hate him just as much as the last one. So, yeah, try again. Or just, better yet, don't try at all. Just put somebody else in there. Oh, no. Any other uh, news that came out this past week that we need to cover? Anything that I missed? I'm glad you contributed to the $30 million that Bullet Train um, made over the weekend. That feels low, but yeah, maybe it's just a slow In the week. age we live in, I think it's it's great. It's great. And uh, if there's one thing that I kind of am somewhat of a pompous snob about, it's with the box office predictions. I kind of think uh, just because... Somebody, I feel like hey, I'm 25 years in at this game, at, at, at this point in the game. Uh, yeah, most people in our age group, yeah, are looking at the sports section and the newspaper. I was always looking at the living section every Friday as well. I wanted to see what those weekly box offices are. And when the internet came along, I, it's been a routine for me since I was 12, 13 to just pay attention to what the weekly box office is, listen to other pros' predictions. So I, I feel like I'm kind of an expert, if you will, more so than most. And I'm usually wrong. This is something I was wrong about because I would have thought this would have been in the 15 to $20 million opening weekend. One, because my feelings about it, because to me, this is the genre that I'm most worried about. My beloved action movie genre that doesn't need a $200 million budget. I, I love those type of movies i just like the mid-range budget action movies i love that and usually i support that this is a movie i really felt when watching the previews i was like ah, i can probably wait to video on that so i'm i was shocked i thought a lot of people had the same mentality as me this 30 million really surprised me there's something about i don't know it didn't there was a certain era of action movies in the 2000s where we had uh the girl from Pirates of caribbean and she had that movie domino and then we had um, a movie with Ryan Reynolds and all the major stars at the time. Common was in it. Uh, Smoking Aces. Hey, I still say that was a very underrated movie. A lot of people love that movie. My all included. She loves that movie. It was really good. I it enjoyed was, it. It's, it. It P. Henson in it. Uh, Alicia Keys. Yeah, Alicia Keys was in that. Yeah, uh, Chris Pine in before Chris, he became a big star. Chris Pine was in that. You're yeah. right. The cast was great. But it's one of those movies where the... It just felt like, okay, it's got a witty dialogue and all these characters are saying something clever all the time and everybody knows how to fight real good. And it, it, it that, for some reason, that was not always appealing to me. To a certain extent, that was kind of why Guy Ritchie movies didn't always live up to the hype. That's kinda, that might be why I was so in love with that Wrath of Man, just because that didn't, I would have never known that Guy Ritchie made that, but it was so well made. It didn't have all that super witty dialogue where somebody's trying to make you laugh every single line of the movie. Everybody's a badass, even people don't. It, it just, for some reason, those movies just never hit home to me. So the fact that, that it was actually good and the people came out and supported it, uh, that's a good sign for Hollywood, where you don't have to have a major IP built up 
and a, or it's a sequel to a big movie for it to be a success. That's the only way the theater industry is going to survive is original movies coming out and actually making money. I think that's a success story in my opinion. $30 million for a 60-year-old Brad Pitt action movie, that, that's, that's a success story. It's, it's been a long time since Troy came out for sure. <laughs> well, that's a true fact. And along with that news as far as box office, uh, any final thoughts on this news that broke this past week that uh, Top Gun reached, what was, wow. it, this, what was it, number seven, like all-time domestically here in the States with uh, $662 million? Now, of course, you know, inflation does, does account for a little bit of it, so it does say something, but it actually just broke past Titanic. And Jurassic World was at number nine. Avengers is at number ten. So, what's the next up? Black Panther. I don't know. I don't know. Number uh, six. Infinity, Infinity, Infinity War, War is the next one at six seventy eight. I don't know if it can catch that one because Black Panther at seven hundred. That seems like far fetched right now because the fact that Top Gun Maverick still has legs this far out is very very impressive. I have to say I'm impressed that he even cracked the top ten. That a Tom Cruise movie cracked the top ten. That. That is insane. Utterly ridiculous. That he actually made this landmark this far into his career and off of this movie alone. I didn't think this movie was going to have this nobody, kind of legs. Nobody did. Hell no. Not one person on earth, even the pompous experts like myself who think they can predict, for the most part, what movies are going to end up grossing, didn't see this coming. I would have thought, at best, it would have made what it's made now worldwide. Let alone make over $650 million domestically. I thought if even if this movie was better than expectations, which it was, I thought maybe $600 million globally. Make, make close to $300 million here, make $300 million, $300 million overseas, a huge financial success. It'd be right on par with what, usually what the Mission Impossible movies make. Yeah, yeah that's Cruise. what I thought. Yeah, for sure. Um, this is utterly ridiculous, and it makes it... Uh, even more remarkable just because I I'm pretty sure it's not even in the top 10 for biggest box office weekends of all time. Um, no, it just, it, 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 this it was a marathon for this movie. It wasn't a sprint like what we normally see with Marvel movies. Like They seem to have like good legs like long-term just because they stay in theaters really a long time. Yes. But no, yeah, the IP thing is just kind of like, yeah, you, you kind of get what you get with the Marvel product. Like comic book characters, they, they seem to have like a good – a good opening weekend, which is what they normally go for, and then after that, they kind of die out after like maybe like a month, month and a half or so. For sure, they're all about those first two weekends, trying to break box office records, and then uh, the weekend hopefully you don't drop by over fifty percent, and uh, you make most of your money during that initial run. This is more in line with, like you mentioned, Titanic, Avatar. Believe it or not. Beverly Hills Cop 1, before Titanic came out, Beverly Hills Cop 1 with Eddie Murphy was the only movie to be number one at the box office for 20 weeks, which is insane. Those are the only two movies who who have ever been in the... (laughs) Think about this. You guys have been following box office. When's the last time you've seen a movie be number one at the box office for over three weeks? It hardly ever happens. Hardly. Yeah, somebody yeah. always overthrown. Number them, one for twenty weeks. Only Titanic. And now I'll keep mind. T- 
Top Gun Maverick is probably number one for three or four weeks, which is remarkable in modern age. I think but maybe Spider Man probably five. had like a good run. I think it had at least three weeks at number one, just because it had the lack of competition. Very low competition. Absolutely right. But this is actually a word of mouth phenomenon where people who saw it recommending it to friends and the people who recommend it have seen it more than once and the friends end up seeing it more than once. Uh, this this is definitely one of the most surprising box office phenomenons in our lifetime. I'm I'm happy I was alive to see it. This is like a good career capper for, for Mr. Cruz here. Um, yeah, this is this is mind blowing to me. Nobody I would have thought if you'd have asked me what Ryan, what are gonna be the top five movies of the year? Probably said absolutely Avatar two. Yeah. Uh, that's come out yeah, that'll probably still be number one. Um but I probably would have said Doctor Strange. I think it's already beat Doctor Strange. I would have put this new Minions before Top Gun. I would have put Lightyear above Top Gun. Until that one went the complete opposite Oh, direction. my God. Yeah, that was a huge disappointment. But, yeah, that Toy Story 3 and 4 grossed $400 million. I didn't think Top Gun would come anywhere close to that. I thought, Speaking of Toy Story, I saw the Buzz Lightyear movie. What you think? Yeah, I told you it wasn't that. It's missing I something. Saw, I thought it was way better than what they've made out. Kind of little. I cinema. enjoyed it. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Maybe because Buzz Lightyear just wasn't worthy of a standalone movie. Like yeah. Buzz Lightyear needs Woody. Like them two together, man. It's, it's nowhere like, close freaking, to the Toy Story. That cat was hilarious. They had me rolling. That yeah. cat was doing some funny stuff. Uh, like I said, I dozed off for like half the movie yeah. because I I like I, I couldn't take this no more. Like this yeah. isn't funny. It's too, it's a little bit too dark. Yeah, it has some. It was sad. It was some sad stuff. Yeah, it's like it's supposed to be a kids movie. Why are you trying yeah. to make everybody all fucking sad? Watch people die of it, old age and shit. It was like Interstellar, where he kept. Coming, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that was Interstellar. <laughs> yeah, like I it guess was, it was a little Interstellar. Yeah, it mean, really man, was. Yeah. Like, Damn, I he was time traveling, losing seven years, years at which time. I appreciate. I yeah. didn't see that coming. I really liked that. I didn't expect Buzz Lightyear to be the his own villain in the movie. I right, enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, it was all the negative feedback i was hearing online that might be why i was expecting something massively disappointing and that was one of my more anticipated movies of the year even though the previews really didn't do it for me because when they announced it, i was like yeah like your movie okay sweet then it's not tim allen and this is not gonna have any toy story in it uh and the previews just didn't look that great and then it had negative buzz going so people saying it was one of pixar's worst I was pleasantly pleasantly surprised. I really enjoyed, but I ain't gonna lie. I, I like the word pay. Like negative buzz, man. You all want it. Boy, you good. Oh, no man. pun intended. Some bars over here. <laughs> negative buzz. Yeah, I like that. I wouldn't say it was the worst, but it, it just it was missing something. Like you said, Tommy, it was missing something. It was sad. It was some sad parts. It was, it, it, it went the wrong way. The yeah. same way I thought that Cars uh, three went the wrong way. Yeah. Cars 3 was supposed I to be see. like a, a funny, upbeat kind of like, you know, action kids movie. And they made it all sad and like, like you know, like him being all hurt and getting ready to retire. I was like, why do you make kids movies so damn sad? Like, the, the adults don't want kids to watch this shit. I'm so, I don't know. It, 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 it felt wrong. It, it felt like it wasn't the right way to go. And I felt like that was like one of the biggest disappointments of the year, even though I wasn't really big on Buzz Lightyear, but I thought it was like a guaranteed win. Guaranteed win kids. box office wise, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. It's like how do y'all how do y'all screw that up? You you can't mess that up. It's like uh, whatever, because I thought for sure that was gonna be in the the top five and possibly well, I know for sure that uh you know Black Panther two is gonna be in the top five at the end of the year because we all gonna be crying in that theater. We might actually go back and cry some more with some wrestling friends. 
That's going to be a sad-ass movie to watch for real. So, yeah, that's definitely going to be a Outside of J.J. Abrams making Episode 7, what Ryan Coogler has for Black Panther 2 has got to be the hardest directing job in Hollywood history. I do not envy those guys. I wouldn't. Those are two of the hardest assignments you could possibly have. If he, J.J. Abrams pulled it off spectacular fashion, episode episode seven, Force Awakens. If Ryan Coogler pulls this off, woo woo! You now, are now a what genius. Do you, what do you? What do you two think is more difficult? Pulling off a better sequel or revamping a franchise? Revamping, man. You, you, we, it's already solidified. You know, these franchises are already solidified themselves. To go back and bring all that back, that seemed like that would be harder. You know, even though revamping's lot, definitely harder. But although there's a lot of sequels that's not better than the first, so you, most be, of them. Yeah, are. I can name a couple, but yeah, yeah you know. But imagine. Empire Strikes really Back. Live up. You don't want to make yeah. Empire Strikes Back if Mark Hamill dies. Yeah. yeah. Or Harrison Ford dies. That's, That's what point. Ryan Coogler has to deal with here. That's a good point. You know what I don't like? Sometimes when they do like a sequel, they never just go Predator 2. They always go Predator 2, The Reckoning. Predator 2, the they gotta add something yeah. to That's a modern yeah, phenomenon. Yeah, I like God damn it. Just call it Predator 2 like they did. You know what I mean? Predator 2, The Awakening. The arrival, you know. I mean, oh, that's they the always IP do that. world. That's yeah, know you like Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah. You like Fast Fast Nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They stay with those. Yeah, Fast and Furious, sir. Yeah, <laughs> they, oh, they don't have enough creativity. They're like this, <laughs> just keep it simple. I like how they do it with uh the the Star Wars. It'll be like the like Episode Seven, yeah, but it'll have yeah. like another title too. It's like. I need numbers. I like right. the numbers to it because it keeps me, you know, in line with like what happened next. Because I think that's where he loses with the, they lost me personally with Resident Evil. It's like there were so many of them that I lost mm-hmm. track. Yeah, you know. But then again, Saw did the same damn Saul thing, and we forgot at least five of those. I definitely did. Yeah, like that. That shit fell off very quickly. It, it, it was like one of the worst things that ever happened to me. I was like, man, I, I know I watched the first two, but mm-hmm. they made like like five more of those damn things, <laughs> and I don't remember either one of them. I, hear I can watch it right now, and it'll still feel like a brand new movie to me, like I've never seen it before. I can probably watch Saw all over again and still be disappointed again. Yeah. That's a I damn shame. Like I say, the last one I remember before Spiral, if we want to count that, uh, was the one with the girl with the needles, and she had threw all those syringes in this hole, and they f- had to fall. They fell in that hole. Like, oh my god! They pushed the girl in, in there. the hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they pushed her in there. That yeah. was terrible. And I don't remember that, that was Saw Four. So, that was two, two. God, yeah, way that off. Was a, you, 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 <laughs> <laughs> way the hell you off. five off. That <laughs> 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 was bad. Man. I've unfortunately seen every single Saw movie, and outside of the first one. And I do like the second one. I'll, I did I'll, not I'll, like that. I didn't. The one Sean was talking about the where, I, the, where the one kid was in the safe the entire time. I think it was not Mark Wahlberg, but uh, Donnie Wahlberg, his brother, was the cop in that one. That, that was okay, actually. He was a cop. Yes. Yeah, Donnie when he was in the first one, I think they dragged him along for the third one. After that, I was like, man, this is too much. I can't do this. Yeah, and even he ended up getting smashed together in the walls. Oh but, yeah, I remember like the two ice cubes like came back and like like smashed his head. Yeah, it was pretty bad. They had some pretty good deaths in it, but most of the time I don't remember them because I couldn't I could I could I couldn't sit through it anymore. They're pretty much the same. They give you some little character to hate, and they make make sure you watch them die horribly. I was like, didn't Jigsaw <laughs> die in like the third he one? They it. kept going, kept bringing him back too. Yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, but I like how they did it with the the spiral movie. 
the Spiral movie was. I, like actually, I enjoyed Spiral, actually. Yeah. It was, it, Spiral was very good. Shout out to Chris Rock, because I thought he was going to shit the bed. And he was like, man, I can't take Chris Rock seriously. <laughs> and sure enough, he pulled it off. I he thought did. he did a very good job. He I mean, made, I, I he, did it as It well. was definitely one of the more memorable ones that I remember. For so sure. He had that going for him. So shout out to Chris Rock for actually you know, reviving that franchise just a little bit. Hopefully they don't try to bring it back. Like, just. Y'all, y'all ran that well dry. Yeah, go go to another well. I'm shocked Spiral was as good as it was with all the crap sequels that came after that original. But yeah, it, it was it was just an, it was a nice little you know bring it back one more time. Let's try to get something right before everybody just remembers it for being like a stupid ass franchise that that fell off faster than most people can remember. Kind of like Scary Movie or something. Because y'all know I don't know about y'all, but I don't remember the last three Scary Movies. Yeah, I don't know. It had one had Charlie Sheen in it. I remember that. That was the third and fourth yeah. one, I think. Anthony yeah, Anderson and Kevin. Which Hartman. the third one was better than expected. I thought that was going to be I crap. Cat Williams is in there somewhere. Yeah, he was. It just wasn't. Ja Rule was playing guard for Leslie Nielsen as president in one of those. What? I'm, I, I remember that. It yeah, was stupid yeah. as hell. They had to go to there. Anthony Anderson, and Kevin Hart went in the White House. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, no, I remember that's that. That's right, Ja Rule. What the I don't know that at all. <laughs> he was secret Anthony, Anderson, Anthony Anderson had these big dreads on his head. It was, <laughs> yeah, it, was it was funnier than expected. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was going to be bad. It was actually kind of funny. Like, yeah, if a mouse goes outside, does it become a rat? Yeah, yeah. That's the, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. on, of course, they threw in a Michael Jackson joke. Yeah, there. Michael Jackson was in the room and shit. Yeah. <laughs> supposed to be like signs. Yeah, yeah. That was, oh my it's God. like, you sick son of a bitch. Yes. <laughs> Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I, I, I'll just say that. Yeah, sometimes you overstay your welcome. You gotta know when to lead the party, if you know what I'm talking about. Um, that being said, it's about time for us to lead this party. <laughs> I don't want to get too long with it because my old ass definitely needs to go see my bed. Oh, I know it's gonna be a long day ahead of me tomorrow. Ooh, so yeah, halfway there. I'm Happy off. Day. I'm on vacation. What? Yeah. What the fuck? Where the hell are you going? Myrtle Beach. Yeah, we're going to Myrtle Beach Friday, so tomorrow getting everything together. We leave Friday. We'll be back Tuesday. You need to get you a passport as much I as you've know, been traveling. No, I need to get crazy. one. I haven't gotten a passport yet, but uh, I've been instructed to get that too. So, uh, But, yeah, we're going down to, going down to Myrtle Beach just, to, just for the weekend. So, yeah. Okay, all yeah. right. Yep. Well, you see, if you're hearing this, give Sean a break. This <laughs> man has been going on vacation every other month. <laughs> I swear. God, it's, dog. We're in a recession here. Yeah, Give this damn. man a damn break. I wanted to buy some new Jordans. And I <laughs> but, nah, it should be fun. We're flying, so we don't, I don't have to worry about driving, though. So, I'll take it. So, Oh, you know. well, I wish y'all nothing but a great yeah, weekend. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Be safe. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh. Uh, we miss we miss anything? I ain't forget I ain't forget nothing, did I? Did, do any of you guys know what movie we were watching uh, just now? I uh, had... Sigourney Weaver and Henry Cavill. Yeah, what Before was this, oh, yeah. it was like Cold Day and Night or something like that. It was like one I've of those quick that. to video. It, I, I remember it was like Henry Cavill, one of his like first earlier roles. I think it was right after he did Immortals. Oh, okay. It, yeah, it, it was like one of those. It was like literally one of the worst reviewed movies ever. I have, n- I had no idea. I Sigourney. think it has like a six percent Rotten Tomato score or something like that. It's something terrible. Even watching it now, I remember watching half of that movie. I was like, man, this is so fucking it terrible. It looked really bad. And then, of course, it has, like, the beautiful Sigourney Weaver. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's, even she couldn't save that damn movie. I saw a car roll down the stairs, but the car was on its side. Yeah, it was like, what the hell? It's like crank. <laughs> it's like, man, shit like this shouldn't be happening. Yeah. Man. Oh, Lord. Uh, I'll do y'all a quick, a very, very quick hint, Jim, just because I'll... 
Sigourney Weaver's in a movie. There's a movie that came out in 1995 called Copycat, where she's a criminal psychiatrist. I who did not catch this one, though. No. Expert of serial killers and ends up being hunted by a serial killer uh, herself. Uh, that movie, along with probably Shawshank Redemption, is probably one of my all-time favorite experiences actually going to a dollar show even though those don't exist anymore damn r.i.p to fucking coventry oh r.i.p and that used to be one of the marquee theaters here it was it, it got degraded now it's like down what, apartments or show. something like that now oh, oh those um, are nice apartments now yeah man i wish i could have bought that damn place i'm like man y'all need to revamp this y'all can't let this go it's a landmark to some of us coventry was rave before rave you know or and what's AMC. the movie theater that was out there behind uh cole's the holiday one and two. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I missed that one. That, that was one of the ones that actually had curtains that pulled back. That no, that, they had, it that, was. They had the holiday six there. Where they had multiple screens, and then there was one little smaller section right next to Bandito's where they had a gargantuan screen. They even had a smoking section above in the back of the seats. Um, and I forget while we were talking about Top Gun Maverick, one of the movies I saw at that theater you're talking about. Um, in our lifetime, like only two, I saw the Titanic scream. This is a movie that had a so-so opening, but word of mouth, the original scream movie, that movie had legs. I think that movie only opened opening weekend to maybe eight or nine million dollars, and ended up grossing over a hundred million dollars by the time it left theater. And at that time, you could still make a hundred dollar, a hundred million dollars in video sales. Top Gun Maverick is on that level of phenomenon where word of mouth just spreads and people are going to see this for multiple times and for the first time way down the road. Uh, truly a box office phenomenon that nobody saw coming. And well worth it. I enjoyed the hell out of Maverick, for sure. All right. Damn. Watch Copycat, though, especially you, Sean. Have you seen Copycat? It sounds familiar. I, I don't think I have. You're missing out. That's one of the best thriller-slash-horror movies of the 90s. The only negative it has on it is because it came out too close to 7, and the phenomenon that was Copycat belongs in the 90s movie Hall of Fame. I promise you I'm not overselling that. You guys are going to have a great time with Copycat. Please watch that. Okay. All right. I'm going to check that out. Um... Uh... I'm good. My hidden gem is not much of a hidden gem, but I feel like it had like a big impact when it first came out. But then again, it started to go away. So I kind of want to bring it back because this is one of the few movies where, well, I'm, I'll be insecure in saying this. I, I I was crying my eyes out at the end. It was so damn sad and it was so damn heartfelt. Like these two actors like come together and like ugh, it's every time I watch it, man, it just it is it just brings like my heart, man, just. Like to tears, right? I, I might cry some thug tears watching it again, man. <laughs> Every once in a while, like I don't know how how y'all work with y'all y'all tears because y'all maybe y'all cry thug tears and y'all just tougher than me. But me, I need to find a movie every once in a while where I can like get me a good cry to kind of cleanse out. It happens. Like I'm not looking for it, but it happens. Yeah. I do have some go to cry movies. This one is definitely a go to cry movie, and this one just came out on HBO Max this week. And that movie is The Fault in Our Stars. Y'all remember watching that movie when it came out? It's a romantic teen movie. But it was a girl that that. has like a, she has like a, 
I don't know, a lung disability or whatever, where she has like to have like that little oxygen tank and the little mask or whatever in her nose. And she falls in love with this uh, other kid who has like another form of cancer. They become like friends and then you start to fall in love. And then, of course, that he gets sick near the end and you know, he passes along. It's just one of those movies where it just uh, watching young love. I like stories where there's like young love. Like y'all remember y'all young love phase, mm-hmm. man, that, that puppy love era. Man, you just dumb and love, follow her everywhere <laughs> she goes, man. Like, oh, what you eating, oh, That's what I'm eating, man. <laughs> you used to write letters. You remember when y'all used to write letters? Hell yeah. That was shit. middle school central there. Oh, oh yeah. my Sub change. You would write yes or no on it. And, 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 oh, you used to make yeah. a fancy little, like, like little box of a letter. You got to pull it here, <laughs> open it up. Oh, my God. That... Pass it along and hope she gives it right back to you in the next break, you know. Like, man. <laughs> Yeah, man. Like, I, I feel bad for all y'all kids who just, like, y'all, y'all romance is like Snapchat. Now, we had it better than y'all. We actually had, like, long letters. We actually had our handwriting nice and neat. We know how to write cursive. Yep. You dumbass kids don't even know how to do that now these days. But, yeah, that's just one of those movies where <laughs> it, it, it definitely gets to my heartstrings every single time, no matter what. Now, as far as crime movies, that is in there. Green Mile is in there, and uh, Shawshank Redemption makes me cry. Oh, for sure. Every time at the end. Shawshank is rough. And it's not just because it's Tommy. It's because, like, Tim Robbins did such a great job. Like, you can tell, like, that really, like, like, tore him apart when that kid got killed, like, trying to defend him, saying, like, hey, I think I found the guy who's really, like, the killer of your wife or whatever. You're in here, and you're innocent. It was just one of those movies where it, it, it tore me apart when I watched that. I watched Shawshank tore me apart. at the end every single time. I was like, all right, man, here come the thug tears, man. Here we go, here we go, here we go. So, yeah, that's another one of those movies. If you want to have a nice little date night, man, get all nice and cuddly with your woman, yeah, just go ahead and just head on over to HBO Max and watch The Fault in Their Stars, man, y'all. Y'all might enjoy yourselves. Uh, I'm gonna write that down. Yeah, yeah. I remember the name. I never watched that. Yeah, just just keep a box of Kleenex with you, man. It's, it's gonna get to you at the end, man. It gets me every time. I know what's coming, and that that's the mark of a good storyteller, right there, and a director to still get you all emotional like that and get invested into a story like that and two characters. Oh, beautiful, and of course it has a uh, Laura Dern in it. Mm. You know who's in a uh, Jurassic Park? My baby. She, I love her. She she she's aging wonderful. Lord, she she still looks good. But yeah, yeah, y'all can go ahead and check that out as the hidden gem for this week, man. The Fault in Their Stars and HBO Max. I know most of y'all got it. And I'm sorry I can't give more Netflix recommendations. A lot of people have been asking me about that because Netflix is their go-to. But I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't watch Netflix that damn much anymore. I like all the other quality stuff on like HBO, Uh-oh. Hulu, everywhere else. And I'm yeah. here depending on you guys to tell me about Netflix. I, I never got I don't, on that bandwagon. I don't really watch Netflix anymore. That's the only problem. Yeah. I, every time I try to watch something on Netflix, I feel like I'm forcing myself to watch it. <laughs> like The Man from Toronto, I think. What do y'all say? It was pretty yeah, good. I, was I, I still need to watch that, but I'm just so neglectful on me having a Netflix account that I don't go back to. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck, I got Netflix? <laughs> Like, I get over there, I watch something for a little bit, then it's like, all right, I'm back. So as soon as they took T2 off, I don't go back. How do you not own T2 on DVD I or LaserDisc? Or... <laughs> I'm too lazy. <laughs> and I got the limited edition, the limited edition uh, box set of, like, T2, like, the director's cut and everything in it, all those, the bonus features. I think we got the same DVD, actually. Yeah, you remember, like, From the DVDs where I actually have, like, an entire disc dedicated pack, to bonus yeah. features. Oh, yeah. I'll All those a, deleted scenes that they have into it I used now. used to love walking into Best Buy to purchase those. <laughs> well, yeah. Man. 
those are the days. I, I do miss buying DVDs sometimes, but I'm just too addicted to my streaming right now. So I need to get back into that habit because I did have a goal of get, reaching 1,000 before I stopped. Well, pay attention to what's happening on uh, HBO Max situation. That's that? why you can never give faith to the streaming services. And I've warned you guys in previous episodes, it hit me when they uh, it was either The Hateful Eight or The Raid 2. There was some app called Voodoo, V-U-D-U. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. Oh, I still got some movies uh, they, loaded up over there. Oh, yeah. Crotch Tiger and Dragons one. I, I bought that for the second time and when it finally got to Blu-ray. But they assured me, he's like, always watch your movie on the go. You bought this DVD, you type in this little 12-digit confusing code, you can watch on your phone at all times. But they did not put down there, unless we lose the right to the movie, then you can't stream it at all. So we pretty much lied to you. Because if somebody else wants to buy this from us, we'll sell it to them, and you don't get to watch it. So me, as the consumer, loses out Why you guys make money. So that's, if you guys don't, what you guys have noticed on the streaming services, uh, like I said, they don't got T2 anymore. You guys have more experience on the streaming service than me. But that hit me before the stream really blew up when, when Voodoo did that to me when I just saw a movie they promised I could always watch digitally disappeared from my catalog. And lo and behold, it's because some other streaming service bought it. That's why it's always worth owning the physical content. Buy Top Gun Maverick. It comes out on DVD. So, so you can watch it when you want in this best spot. Don't wait. Don't wait for Paramount Plus to watch it. Buy the Blu-ray, watch the special features on DVD, any movie you like, own it. I can't recommend that enough. What you got? You got a hint, Jim Sean? Sorry. I do got I was one. my little rant. I got lost in, yeah, my bad. It's all right. I got one. It's on Netflix. I actually did watch some Netflix There we movies. go. All yeah. right, finally some Netflix recommendations. <laughs> it's a horror movie. Um, it's called No One Gets Out Alive. Um, I not a bad horror movie. It's a desperate woman without a documentation um, who uh, she uh, moves to Cleveland from Mexico and she starts, she lives in this building, like a big apartment building where uh, these two brothers own this apartment building and it's creepy. It's very eerie and she doesn't know her way around town and she's, she's she don't have any documentation. So she has no paperwork. And so she just ha- got a quick job at this at this, I can't remember what it was. I can't remember what the hell she did just to, you know, get the first rent, uh, down to them. And, um, she starts hearing like noises and stuff in the house and stuff like that. Very creepy. I mean, the sounds during, throughout the night. And she started to see that only women live in this house, this apartment. And she's like, damn, why is there a bunch of women and stuff, you know? And these guys are like the landlords. There's two brothers. One of do playing Ozark, uh, which I remember him from. And, um, they don't say like what's going on. You kind of got to watch it for a while, but it's like this basement cellar that they have in the cellar, which is like this ancient demon that they keep in this box. And it, um, they like, it's kind of like Hellraiser in a way where they like get like these, this thing that comes out of this box and kills everybody. But the two brothers have like this extended life. They had like made a deal with this demon that they have to, to sacrifice women for it to, to give them extra life. Cause they both were one of the brothers were had cancer and he was dying and he kept getting women to move into this apartment. And then eventually he sacrificed them to this demon. And so this whole time is Mexican, the Mexican lady who's the main, 
the main character. She's trying to figure out what's going on, trying to get to the bottom why all these women are screaming and hollering at night, and it's actually these ghosts that's trying to trying to warn her about what's going on in the basement. And it's pretty creepy. It's dark. It's not the scariest thing I've ever seen or nothing, but it's very creepy and it's dark. And um, I think you might like it if you give it give it a, it's something that you could watch like on a Thursday or Friday night or something. You have nothing else to watch. Um, Ryan, you might like it. You and April probably would watch. April probably would like this. It's, Sounds it's, like it's, a masterpiece. It's, it's her a cre- yeah, it would be a very creepy movie. It's something going on in the basement. It, it kind of took me aback a little bit at the end. I didn't wasn't crazy about the end, but before that, it was some very creepy scenes. People would be down the hallway, you know, looking at her and pointing at stuff, and it was it was very creepy. So no one gets out alive. It was on Netflix. Um, give that one a chance. It's, it's newer, and it's, it's definitely a good horror flick for you. So so it's it's been made within the past couple of years. Yeah, yeah, it's new. Okay. I think it's twenty twenty two. Matter of fact, it's All brand right. new, damn near. Uh, no one gets out alive. I, none of the no main actors and stuff in it, but uh, it's just it's, it's pretty creepy. So there's something in this box. That's all I can tell you. So and you don't want to go in the basement, basically. <laughs> so but she doesn't know that until the end. I give that a chance. So yeah, sweet. Yeah, that's, I've not heard of that. I'm gonna write that down. No one gets out alive. Yeah. All right, all right, man. Another great episode for us. Now. Once again, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Remember to look us up on Facebook. Look us up on Instagram. Remember to like and subscribe. Share us with your friends. Hell, man, if this ain't your podcast, it belongs to somebody else, man. Go find them. Tell them about us. Help grow this show. Now, once again, love that y'all tuning in. Gentlemen, we did another great one. Got a lot of good recommendations. I got a lot of stuff to go over this weekend. I definitely got to watch Scarface and the Godfather. I'll try to make that a point. And if it is indeed trash, like I try to make it out to be all this time, I'm going to let y'all know. I'm going to stand on my nuts on that one. That's a great double feature. I'll try to watch those both on the same day, Tommy. The contrast between the two is going to be extreme, but they're both classics in their own right. I think you'll appreciate the style and why these movies are so beloved as they are. You'll, you will definitely you're in, that's the best double feature I've heard in a while Scarface and the Godfather you can't ask for two separate style of movies but both are classics you were in for a night or a weekend right. I, I I can't wait to hear your opinion on that right. oh man I'm gonna have a nice little nice little weekend to myself my my wife will be out camping and I, I'm gonna be left home this weekend <laughs> with the with the younger son because you know he's not big on camping either so it's just gonna be me some wings and some beer Sounds and good. my tv all to my damn self it's so a good time yeah man it's gonna be a gonna be a lovely weekend man just want to say thank y'all once again for tuning in all right let's let's take us out man because i, I like this song and i finally saw it on my spotify one of my favorites here, Devin. Good choice. No, to the GOAT Jay-Z. Yeah, play. No, franchise like the Houston Rockets. Oh, and I remember this because I remember this soundtrack actually went platinum. It was the last album that I remember going platinum. Bad Boys 2? Yeah. 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 So I'm slowly inking my way back into the forgiveness train of Will Smith the more and more I keep thinking about it. Because I don't want to kick his back in all the way, but at the very least, the bigger picture in this is that we actually need him. We need him more than we really imagined. Because he was, he was, a, he was one of the few good role models that we had. And although he made a mistake, and it was a pretty big mistake, 
We need him to make a comeback. You know, and like I said, a lot of people thought I was being harsh, but I was dead ass serious when I said Will Smith does not make black films. The blackest thing he ever made was Fresh Prince of Bel Air. They ain't the shit after that. <laughs> no, I think if he had that in his back pocket, he would be more sustainable. You know, like uh, self-sustainable. I mean, as far as like Tyler Perry, he shows us that you can be a billionaire off black dollars if you market the right way. So Will Smith. Take more of a chance on us. Help bring us up with you, man. We want to help you get back to that that realm that you were at, that superstardom. And I wish you nothing but the best in the future, man. So once again, everybody, thank you for tuning in to Cinematic Savants. Hanging out with Savant Boys this week, man. Hope y'all have a good week. Go out and watch a movie, y'all. Have a good one. All righty. Good night. Later.